Hey, what's up? This is Tatiana King, and this week on Fan Bros, we welcome special guest Prodigy of Mob Deep, where we discuss his new book, H&IC. The Fan Bros also talk about Pacific Rim, the latest episode of True Blood, and the usual shenanigans. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, back in the place to be once again alongside my bro ham, Chico Leo. What's going on? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a little bit, Chico. It yeah. has. It has. It's nice to be back in the spaceship. Yeah, you know, aliens abducted us and whatnot, you know, took I, us for a ride around the universe. Is that what happened? That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, we got we got kidnapped by aliens. They had a sweet 57 caddy with an imagination engine. Oh, it's like, <laughs> like Harry Potter meets Close Encounters. <laughs> you know, I like the Close Encounters, even though that was in the 50s, but close enough. Right, right. Also returning this week, we have Tatiana King, who has not been here for a while. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yay. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what y'all talking about because the last thing I remember was a really bright light, and then <laughs> I was here. So, what are y'all talking about? You don't remember the caddy with the chrome? Caddy. Last thing I remember, I was looking at like a slice of pizza, right? <laughs> and then I saw this bright light, and that was the end of that. And now I'm here. So, hey, what's up? I'm back, bitches. Yeah, um, <laughs> that just felt like it needed that right yep. there. Also in the place to be is Jamie Rigetti. How you doing? I'm good. What's up, guys? All right. Uh, we got a really big show, a really big show tonight. Uh, special guest galore. I'll get into that in a minute. But um, how's everybody been over the last time? You know, we're sorry that we missed you last week. Uh, fan bros and fan, I don't just fan bros, we missed you. All the people out there, thanks for checking in on us and, you know, checking up with fanbros.com, hitting us on the Twitter, at Fanbros Show. Absence uh, makes the heart grow fonder, though, so everyone, yeah. you know, everyone is that much more psyched to uh, to hear a new episode of Fanbros. Definitely, and yeah. we've had a lot of big things happening um, in the week that we were gone. Yeah, if you've been lot. checking fanbros.com, we had the debut of our Originals series, Fanbros Originals. Uh, the first episode. Originals. 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 Oh, yeah, we special, so, you yeah, know, we can't you, say original, original no more. <laughs> no, you got to say originals. <laughs> so, yeah, the first issue was written by Dallas Penn, our good friend from the Combat Jet Show. What up, Dallas? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was titled Yes, You Can. And he was wearing, like, a Rod Serling hat when he wrote that. It had, like, a little <laughs> bit of, uh, like, a Twilight Zone vibe, which I, I, I really dug. And I don't know who the artist was, but he was really the Ian uh, the art- Herring is the yeah. artist. Ian Herring. Yeah. Yeah. I love the artwork yeah. on there. It's, yeah, it was it's, great. It's really... Um, it's kind of it's comical, obviously it's comical, but I love it. I love how bulbous and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, is. yeah, it's really cool and really nice coloring, yep. lettering, everything. It was a yeah. great issue. Um, you can check Top it out. Notch. Yeah, we'll be debuting a new comic every other week. Shout out to Chris Robinson for setting this whole thing up with the big, Fan Bros. Big, big shout out. Great job. Yeah, definitely, sir. Thank you very much. And so go to fanbros.com, check it out. Comment. Let 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 the talent know what you know. Those guys uh, put a lot of work into that. Definitely, and, uh, definitely. And Leave us worth, a comment. It's worth your uh, worth your read as well as a lot of the other stuff on the yeah, site. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I mean, there's some must stuff. You know, reviews yeah. galore, all kind of different things, previews, contests, everything. Differing um, point of views on Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But um, what I loved is that we kept it unified by having two GIF reviews. Right. GIF, whatever. Um, is it Jif? I always it's thought it was Jif. It's Jif, man. It, it's it's Jif. It's, it's like 
Choosy moms choose Jif. Choosy yeah. developers right. choose Jif. Do you know, ah. wait, just, I watched Along Came a Spider on Netflix the other day. Yeah. I don't really know why. And they said Jif in it, by the way. Wow. So, oh, good. Yeah. So they so they knew. So the, they knew. the creator has said that long, long time ago. Like back in the 90s, he said that. And then even most recently at the Webby Awards, his past Webby Awards, right. he reiterated, by the way, it's pronounced Jif. Right. So it's Choosy developers choose Jif. Nice. <laughs> I, I, I did not know that before this incident right now. Um, I guess we could just get right into that then. Pacific Rim, the big movie of the weekend. Unfortunately, it wasn't the biggest movie of the weekend. It lost out to uh, that Adam Sandler joint. With Despicable Me? Or no, Grown Ups 2? I mean, Despicable Me crushed everybody for a second week, you know. But then, yeah. But But you know what? Five years from now, and I haven't seen Pacific Rim yet, I guarantee you people will be talking about Pacific Rim. Whether they're talking positive or negative, they're going to be talking about that. They're not going to be talking about that Adam Sandler joint. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, no no way. I mean, it's a sequel. Yeah, Yeah. I I just, or they won't even be talking about the original Adam Sandler joint either. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Pacific Rim has had an effect, and I feel like... Whether you liked it or not, I, I I think that you know it engendered a lot of like writing. I, I and, agree with not, you a lot about Not it. like Sharknado, you know, like that oh, was man. just some. Did anyone see Sharknado? I missed no. it, and no. I'm mad that no. I did. I, I, really I was am. watching Breaking Bad no. instead, so I guess I won. <laughs> Somebody yeah. said that word, and I was like, mute. No, don't want to hear it. <laughs> see well, y'all are wrong. I wanted to see Sharknado. <laughs> the, the sequel has already been greenlit, so you got yeah. another yeah. chance. What is that? I mean, you know, don't ask the question. But I'm just like, what is that? Was this another Piranha 3D type? Joint like what? It was sharks in a tornado. Come on, I mean, man. What more do you need? Come on, man. Man, you're wasting my time, it's, man. It's, it's timely. It's you know with climate change. Yeah, you tornado. Know. You never know. Oh, man. Sitting on the Jersey Shore, and then all of a sudden you look up and a tornado full <laughs> of sharks. sharks comes. Shark attack. Yeah. Shark attack. Um, but yeah, back to Pacific Rim, which I thoroughly enjoyed, and some other people on the show didn't. Um, <clears throat> Um, yeah, you, you can know, check just, both our reviews on fanbros.com, but Jamie, go I ahead. was just going to say that I have to say that in Pacific Rim's defense, like whether you loved it or hate it, hated it, it was all over Twitter from what I saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it so was. it's being talked about. And again, like you said, I yeah. have not seen a single thing about Grown Ups 2. So right. it doesn't matter what the numbers say. You should definitely go see the movie and make that opinion for yourself. Yeah. Um, I love Pacific Rim. And I understood people's problems with it. I understood that the characters weren't very well developed. Um, But beyond that, I really, the romance, bromance storyline was whatever. The acting was passable. Except for my boy. (sighs) Except for your boy, Idris Elba, who was, Uh. you know, chewing up the screen at every opportunity. (laughs) Um, But I didn't understand why people were so down on it. Like, I read another review, not just yours, Tatiana, Mm -hmm. um, where the woman was very down on it. I got into a discussion with her on Twitter about it. And, you know, she was all like, oh, there's no characters, there's no story. And I'm like, yo, there was no story in Predator. There was no story in Commando. There was no story in RoboCop. Um, I feel like there, there was a story. I don't think there was no story. I think that there was... There's more of a story in RoboCop, I'll give you that. Yeah, there, there was. to me, there was a story in Pacific Rim. It was just deficient in the way it was executed, in Ooh, my opinion. Big words. I'm using, I'm using $20 words here. Honestly, in my opinion, I... I and people's like, well, what did you expect? You know, someone said today to me, what yeah. do you expect, Citizen Kane? <laughs> nah, man. It's, I understand at the base level, it's a robots versus monster movie. Okay. Yeah. I had also mentioned that, even though that may be true, it's also not, not a juvenile concept as a whole. This fact is, you're talking about people being killed. You're talking about 
um, a topic that has been covered numerous times in anime, in manga, in everything you can imagine. And a lot of these stories, at least the ones I've always read even when I was growing up, they are really serious content in there. And and maybe I'm too serious as a person. I don't know. But I just expected I expected more of of life in there. Like I expected it to be laugh in one moment then okay maybe sad and 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 really get into it my biggest concern with pacific rim is that i didn't connect whatsoever you didn't care about the characters i didn't give two f's about anybody and that was the biggest problem for me because i came in there hyped like really like yo son is about to be awesome if y'all see when y'all read the uh the gif review you'll see michael jackson eating popcorn like i was (laughs) into it Seriously, yeah. The first ten minutes it. of Pacific Rim, I have to say, are some of the best exposition yes. of a movie right. ever. I agree. It's incredible. The first ten minutes, the how much story they give you, how much action, how much just everything they build the whole world in front of you in ten minutes. Yes. Like I was with a now that they did amazingly well. Yep, I'll I was with a that. friend and she'd never heard of it. She had no idea. She's not into kaiju or Jaegers or anything. And she was like, "Yo, in the first ten minutes, I was good. I knew exactly what was going on. I understood everything about the world." Right. Boom. And she loved the movie. She didn't. I mean, she felt like pretty much the same way I did. It was like the action was great. Everything was great. I understand that the characters weren't developed. And I don't know about people not caring for them though. It's like I care for the same characters in Predator, and I can't say they're that. I mean, they're maybe us. Shade more developed in Predator before they get murdered off. My look. Uh, my biggest problem no. in Predator is that the other characters get murdered off too quickly. I, yeah. I want to see, see all more the of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Yeah, and that's how I felt in Pacific Rim. Like right. when the well, uh, I guess. Well, yeah. What are in we Pacific doing about Rim, spoilers? I, want, I mean, I don't mind. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I won't do spoilers at all. But I, in Pacific Rim, I didn't. I I wanted to see I, I wanted to see less of the characters and I think in a <laughs> movie honestly in a movie that's supposed to be driven by the pilot and their connection to the co-pilot and the connection to their kaiju you would want to see that whole dynamic I wanted to see less of dude main character reminded me of Keanu Reeves in Point Break. Was it the wow. dude, you're talking about the dude who was from, who's from um, Sons of Anarchy? Anarchy. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I'm not a big fan of he, that guy. He in he pissed me off. Yeah, like I said, of course Idris. He, you know, he ran circles around everybody, and that's cool. I just felt like with a movie that's helmed by Guillermo del Toro, and then a movie that's, I guess, starred by Idris Elba, I just expected a, a modicum of of more acting, wow. just a little. All the big words. Just a, maybe because I get mad. When I get mad, I start, you know, talking side point. Big words. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking that it's side, opening yeah. tomorrow. It's yeah. opening tomorrow. Side, <laughs> side yeah. point. Big Shout words. out to Neil Drumming. There we go. Shout out, man. Yeah. Is it in part because your main characters, in some ways, are the machines and not necessarily the people? And that's fine. But, but but maybe that's where that disconnect comes right. in. But but see, and you're right. But the problem is, they didn't even give me what I really wanted with the machines yeah. either. Okay. Yeah. Just like for okay, I won't say was what 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 actually happened. But there were just times where I'm like, okay, we about to see some crazy fight scene, or this is about to be a for, for going on, and it lasted two minutes, and home, you know, stuff was over, and it's just like. But, but there were crazy fight scenes. Yeah, there were. Yeah, and you had to give it. There that. were times in a fight scene was like that happens an hour, like not, not an hour, but ten minutes of the fight scene. You're like, why didn't you do that in the beginning? Um, but that's that. No, I mean, and I know they Voltron. say. I know they say. Well, that's how that you'll mess up the story if you do. No, that. not well, even I mess up the story. Care. That that's like Voltron. Why doesn't Voltron pull out the sword and cut every enemy in half every immediately, episode immediately? Yeah, exactly. But, Why does he fight him? But with the five difference cats? between that is that they build up a credible story, and they have, and then you have a wait. Cat. You no, care you just about said, what's happening. You said Voltron build up a credible no, story. Sh- oh, I, oh, I thought you were saying <laughs> no. Pacific Rim had the credible story. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that a lot of times when you get to that point where it's that. 
all of a sudden, you know, they, they bring out the, you know, the, the mega bomb or they, they bring out the super or whatever it is. It's because of something being built up behind it. And then you start caring like, yo, how are they going to get out of this situation? Then they they bring it out. Voltron is a story about five. Robot yeah, Voltron ain't it. No, Voltron ain't it. Giant robot. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not Voltron, Voltron ain't it. My whole, my whole thing is that normally what happens when you get to that point where they use their final the final flash, whatever you want to call it, it's because they get to that point where it's like, I got to use this. And like, you, you feel for it. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm getting built up. I'm getting worked up. I was sitting there like, this is boring. And then all of a sudden they use their super. And I'm like, why'd you do that now? Why don't you just do that in the beginning? Because I saw I, com- I saw comments on Twitter that that sounded like that. Mm-hmm. I, I I will say, but they were um they were at their limit when they used their super. I I also saw everything <laughs> that I've heard positive. I have to say, I've heard mixed things, but everyone talks about the world is really success. Like the world it's building, very well. really the world building is excellent. Yeah, excellent. and yeah. so I that yes. that actually really appeals to me. <laughs> Definitely, you know, like I I don't know what you know, like I read some stuff, and I don't want to necessarily say it to ruin anything, but like some of the stuff with Ron Perlman, I heard is just really excellent. Like he's in this. Uh, Definitely, I, I love Ron. He's, Perlman. he's a very eccentric character, but and just the even way he where he is, yes. you know, and what you, that it's yes. the way it, he know, did. Yeah. He was good. I had no problem with Ron Perlman. No problem with it. Just oh, but like that his spot, like how that fit in with the world sounded yeah. really interesting I, like and, i said for me i i wanted the story to connect didn't, i want didn't i wanted to you. the yeah. story was fine or the, or the act, it was yeah, the, the characters yeah 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 absolutely the characters it, it just it just didn't do it for me i didn't connect with them i didn't care what was happening and like like i said it's a two and a half hour long movie like i shouldn't be halfway through the movie like son it's going to end soon and then it's a whole nother act to it and it was like no you're definitely not supposed to be like that's still not his doing intentions it. and 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 that's what to me it's not supposed to happen in an action movie i come there to see the killage i come there to see the the buildings falling down i come to see all of that i also hope that they they built something that maybe and like i said maybe my 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 expectations really were too high i came in there i'm coming in there with the ideas of Gundam in my head. I'm coming in there with the ideas of like Exophone in my head. Like I'm I'm coming up with all these mech ideas. So when I get there, I'm like, I'm gonna see something original, but there's still this 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 common ribbon that runs through all of them. A story. A oh. executed story. Shots fired. Is it is it something because oh, you have uh, like things that come to mind for me are like Cloverfield and then you have like the Transformer Godzilla. movies Godzilla yeah. but especially more recently so is it is it something that they really needed to distinguish themselves from so it's you're not just seeing another Transformers you're not seeing Cloverfield I will say know? that they're not th- this movie was nobody's Transformers or nobody's Cloverfield yeah no no it yeah. was way above that and yeah. I will give that movie that but I just expected so what I'm saying is like maybe because it was trying to distinguish itself a lot of those other things like you said connecting mm-hmm. to the characters, even the fights, kind of, you know, you don't want to make the fights even look like another movie, and maybe that's why it doesn't translate perfectly well. I thought the, I thought the fights, I mean, were some of the best parts. The fights and was I, good. Yeah, and I thought it wasn't <clears> like Transformers <throat> in the fact that you could actually tell what was going on for the most part, you know, 90% of the time, while Transformers, 90% of the mm-hmm, time, I mm-hmm. can't figure out what's going on between yeah. the fights. But um, since we're distressing giant movie monsters... Matt Raz, our special guest host who's not here tonight, wanted to know which is your favorite larger-than-life movie monsters. And we also wanted to pose the question to all the fan bros out there. Uh, Pacific Rim is definitely one of my favorites. There's also Godzilla with Godzilla. Uh, the mm-hmm. latest Godzilla was pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, Transformers. The latest, you mean the, the one with like Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're making a new one. They're making that's a new making one. A yeah, they're actually going to debut yeah. something at Comic-Con. Uh, Matt also had King Kong, The Power Rangers. The 
Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, <laughs> and the Beastie Boys Intergalactic Video Monster. Okay, oh, that's a good with, one. That's good. I could deal with Power Rangers for sure. I did, didn't, did I didn't, VR troopers have giant rope, giant anything? I don't remember. You lost me on VR troopers. You, don't, you never remember I like VR vaguely troopers? remember no. those, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, I'd also go with Voltron, like I said before. Voltron right. had many a mega monster that got sliced in half. And the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man has to be my favorite, though. I, I have to go with him because I think his introduction is just one of the greatest moments in movie history ever. <laughs> like, that's like one of the greatest line readings ever to me is when he's like, um, you know, I just knew it was something that wouldn't hurt me. What, Ray Rutt, Ray? To stay puff marshmallow man. <laughs> and then you see him walking right. down the street, you know, smiling. Striding down the street. Smiling, exactly. all happy yep, yep, yep. in his destruction. Like, that's the greatest ever. But yeah, that's our, one of our questions for the week uh, to the fan bros. What is your favorite giant, larger than life movie monster? And speaking of monsters, I guess that carries us right into the next segment of True Blood. Which I really liked this week. For Amazing. First time this season. No, well, I I liked the show. I okay. just sort of felt like it had run its course and it sort of gone off the off the rails Jumped like the shark, in, in as the they last say. season. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I feel like this episode harkened back to what I used to like about the show. Like, um, you know, think think a lot of stuff happened. There was a lot of this mythology. There was flashbacks to like biblical times or like thirty five hundred. Oh god, that there was, was a so flashback corny. that was like thirty five hundred BC, <laughs> and then another flashback was like th- three years later. So what is that like thirty four ninety seven BC or something <laughs> yeah. like that? And so I think that stuff is funny. And, Last and, I, and I'm, days. yeah, I'm like wondering, are they speaking like Aramaic? Like they're speaking some language? And I'm I like just wondering how light skinned they were. Right? In, yeah. In, no, in that's true. I, BC. I thought that as well. <laughs> I, absolutely. No, they were all. I mean, and the, you know, with with very clear wigs. On, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, Charleston Heston up in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah, that's exactly. something that I've learned except about True Blood is that it is it's just an especially cheesy, corny, uh, campy it's show, soap, right. and it's, that's it's the intention of opera. it. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't so campy, cheesy, corny. Uh, maybe it was. It was. It really it was. was in the beginning. It also, was. like they always had, had terrible acting. They yes. hadn't done anything with Lafayette in a while, and I thought they used him well in this yeah. most recent episode. And when he stuffed her into the trunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was like I, I just felt like there was stuff that I didn't expect, and there were, you know, like. I All the vampires Lafayette. have been captured, and uh, they killed the fairies in the last yes, episode we right. missed, which yes. I was quite. Ha- I mean, not the women fairies, the whole club of fairies. Right. Yes. rubbed them out, which right. was great. I was sick of them; they needed to go. Yeah. Um, the women, the young girl fairies, also met an unfortunate end. Sad because we, I like you, I like that that plot thing. How they oh were just yeah, aging they kept so growing quickly. so fast. Yeah, that was hilarious. But but um, they aged. one one of them survived, right? I yeah, mean, one is still, oh, his yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah his, one of Andy's yeah. kids. Bill had kidnapped them. Right. Yep. Yes, Bill, Bill kidnapped, had kidnapped them, them with to use else. to do something Jessica. with their blood, and then right. he left them with Jessica. And then because she was young, she couldn't. Right, 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 she right. ended up drinking all their blood and getting really high off it. And she's still high like an <laughs> yeah. episode later. Funny. <laughs> um, there was a, yeah, there was a lot of great moments. Yeah, in the that la- was like the, the last thing. two there episodes. Were, yeah. I really have to say they really picked it up. Uh, the whole Sookie with getting with Ben and yes. then. Knowing that he was Marlo and then right. throwing him out Warlow. the house. Warlow. Yeah. Warlow. Yeah. Marlo. Marlo. Right? <laughs> Warlow, Marlo. But um, something about that kind of doesn't make sense because if he really is, you know, the ba- the big, big bad guy, right? right? Wouldn't, like, why is he trying to have sex with Sookie? Like, Everybody really? tries to have Everyone sex with Sookie. Everyone's trying to have sex with But, like, come on, man. I think that's like, the running, I also think, it, it, and it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek running gag, too. Everyone's sure. trying to have sex with yeah, Sookie, I, I sure. And yes. I, I know that is, like, the thing of the show, but it's just kind of like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, you're, you're, you really should want to kill her. Right. But you're going to bang her first. 
And wasn't okay. there some twist at the end on his motivation? Or yeah, what it, yeah, I've yeah. Been, I've been trying to figure that out because it right. seems like his motivation is really skewed at this point. Like yeah. he doesn't kill the grandfather. He doesn't right. kill um, Rutger Hauer. Right. And then he doesn't, even coming for Suki, it doesn't seem that he just wants to murder her. He really seems to actually love her. Right. He really wants yeah. to like right. marry her up and everything. And have some little vampire. Well, you know, is this the last season, or are they go- they're going to keep Ooh. going? They, Who knows? They keep. Okay. It's, they say everybody dies. That's like everybody right. dies sometime. That's like the tagline for the season. Mm. But it doesn't seem. It, it's never been announced that it's the last okay. season. No, or it, any of that. Yeah. So they would have announced say, that. Like, yeah, I definitely. Agree. Yeah, maybe there, there's some big reveal about Sucky that we're going to eventually find out, and this is why she's the center of everything, and and you know this is why his whole. I mean, the show just keeps layering on right. nonsense after nonsense that you just have to accept because it's just like right. okay, Sookie's half fairy or Sookie's fairy, and right? Then here's her vampire half fairy lover, who's might be here related to her or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he might be related to her, and he's four thousand years old. old. And he was, you know, <laughs> he's her, he's her great, 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 great. He great. had sex with Lilith, and <laughs> yeah, it just—it's all yeah. really. It just keeps adding on craziness, yeah. and yeah. so you just have to accept that. But I really have to, you know, say to everybody who's thinking we've been down on True Blood, I've really loved the last two episodes. No, I'm hoping it turned a corner, and that yeah. this wasn't an exception, and, and the definitely whole rest for the rest of the season we can, you know, enjoyable. get something good because it's definitely been hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Hey, this is Jamie Rigetti. Thanks for listening to Fan Bros. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and comment on iTunes. And welcome back, Internets. We have a very special guest in the house tonight. One half of the world-famous rap group Mob Deep, the HNIC himself, Albert Einstein, prodigy of Mob Deep, is here tonight. Let's give a welcome to him, Fan Bros. What up, what up, what up? Right. Yeah, yeah. Get a man some applause, man. Get a man some applause. Come on. It's a living legend here, right here. That real applause, right Yeah, you know, real love. Thank you. Yeah, we wanted to welcome Prodigy to the show because he actually just uh, finished or actually just released his book, HNIC, Mm -hmm. uh, novella. It's on the internet now. You can get it on Amazon, right? Yep. iTunes. iTunes, all that good stuff. Audio version, all that. Audio version. Did you do the audio version yourself? Yeah. You do the reading? Yeah. Oh, dope. So people. Oh, no Sam Jackson. Nah, it's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Dope. So if you get the audio version, you get it read to you by Prodigy. Um, I actually read the book myself. Yeah, I really liked it, you know. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. It's quick. It gets to the point. Everything rolls. You know, the action moves in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of twists and turns in the story. De- yep. Definitely that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. It takes you to a lot of different places in a quick book. Yeah. I wanted to know, um, how long have you been writing? I mean, obviously you you know write rhymes all your life and everything, but this is something that you've always wanted to do, or something you wrote in the spare time. It's something that I picked up just from writing songs. Yep. You know what I mean? I just um, I just developed like a passion, a thing for like writing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I started writing scripts first. Okay. First, I started writing movie scripts. I wrote a, a movie called Murder Music back mm-hmm. in '99. It's it's basically a movie about Queensbridge and Mob Deep, and um. So that was like the first movie script that I wrote. And then I wrote the Did second. Did that get produced? Yeah, we put yep. it out straight to DVD. Okay. You know what I mean? It's out there. Um, we about to re-release it, actually. So nice. And uh, the second movie I wrote is that one right there, H&IC. But okay. we never filmed it. We never we never did it. You know what I yep. mean? So the script was just sitting there since like 99. I wrote it like right after Murder Music. Mm. I wrote that one. So um, that's, that's why I put it out in the book. As a book first, because I was like, oh, the script just sitting here. When I came home from jail, I put out my autobiography. It did pretty good, you know what I mean? And 
people was looking for something to follow up with. Yeah, you know, as soon as you I'm get like, a book, they want to know what's your second right. book. So I was like, all right, what I got, I could just put out real fast. <laughs> I, was like, I got this script I could turn into a book. I was like, let me do that. Like, you know what I mean? And now you got a book you could turn into a movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, or a TV, or a TV show. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. So, so um, you know, when, when I had the script, I really didn't have time to turn it, in, it from a script form into a book form. Because mm-hmm. I'm running around doing so many things. We on tour and I'm recording albums and stuff like that. So I, my time was like real limited. So I decided to reach out to uh, Steve Seville, who's a writer from England. And he's like a popular fictional writer out there. And um, He wrote Doctor Who, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, yeah, sci-fi, fantasy. How did you guys fantasy? get hooked yeah. up? Yeah. Um, we just, I just reached out to him. Oh wow! I just like a shot, took a shot in the dark, like yo. But oh, you how'd, him up. how'd you even know his name yeah. to reach we out? We looked him up. So you just said, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you were just looking for writers, though. I mean, like, nah, we looked him up. And oh, we him found his contact. You know, what but that's what I'm saying. Like, what led, you, what, what inspired you to go with him? I Did just you read some do, of his. I wanted stuff? to do something different because okay. you know how people uh, have the tendency to be like, oh, it's just a hood novel. Or, you yep. know what I'm saying? About the ghetto. It's like some. You know, what I mean, I just wanted to make it different. So. It's hard. It makes it hard for people to say that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when I looked at the credits, that was the first thing. I was like, yo, this guy is from Britain. He's written for Doctor Who, Torchwood, Stargate, uh, some other stuff that I've never even read before. And I was right. like, how did that connection come about? I mean, I see you when I looked them out, but how did the actual process go when you were writing it together? Um, Basically, the, the script was done already. Yeah. So the whole thing was done from front to back. The whole storyline was done. So I just needed somebody to put it in a book format. So I, 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 we, we, we contacted uh, Steve, and we asked him if he would be interested in doing something like that. He was like, "All right, well, send it to me." So we sent it to him. He, he read it. He said he liked it, and he, it was something that he really never, he, <clears throat> he really never did before, like you know, in that genre of writing or whatever. So he, he was like, "Yeah, I'm interested. I want to do it." So then, maybe like a month later, he sent me back. The, um, the you know, text. the whole thing in books for me, yeah, the text, wow. and I read it, and I was like, wow, all right, yeah, this is dope. You know, he added little, like, slang. You could tell, if you read it, you could pick it up, there's, like, little English slang in there, like, London type of slang, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I was like, at first I was thinking about, like, damn, we don't talk like that out here, but I was <laughs> like, nah, leave it in there, you know what I mean? Because it, it helps That was one of the that mixture. Level. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was one of the things I really liked about it. Like, I could tell it felt like it was kind of New York, like with the summer houses and stuff, but yeah. then it also felt like it could take place anywhere. Like, yeah. it could have been in L.A. or in the South somewhere. Yeah. It had a real universal feel to it. It didn't just feel like it was one place happening. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I know they traveled to, like, Miami and stuff. They, yeah, yeah, they traveled. From but... Brooklyn to Miami yeah. in, in, uh, in the story. Okay. So, actually, Brooklyn, Jersey, and Miami. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and he actually took the story and he added a little twist to it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, that's kind of dope what you added to it. Like, he was like, yeah, because, you know, I don't want to make it, you know, I just want to add my own little flavor to it okay. also. Like, I was like, all right, yeah, leave it. That's dope. I like it. And it came out dope. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Definitely yeah. did. Yeah, because a lot of people don't think of rappers as intelligent, you know, like they just think rap is some easy thing to do. Like, they don't realize that you write everything, you know, yeah. yourself. Like, it's poetry in itself. Yeah. So you're and obviously, storytelling. And I mean, storytelling. storytelling. I mean, I'm, I mean, Mob Deep's known for the storytelling yeah. rhymes, you know. So, obviously, that comes easy to you. But it's like, what would surprise people? Like, what other books or type of things are you into that would really surprise people? Um, I mean, I don't know if it's a surprise or not. But, um, you know, I, I, I like to read different types of books. Like, I've read, uh, uh like, Books from from like Malcolm Gladwell, all his books, like, mm. you know, Blink, 
yep. outliers mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. That's a thing. And um, I read all of those books. Um, so I, I like stuff like that. I don't like fictions, to tell you the truth. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like. It's funny that you write a fiction yeah, book, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like really trying my hand at it. Like, all right, you know, let me do this. All right. But um, my favorite thing to, things to read is like real stuff that I can learn from. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Stuff that is like you could, practical stuff you could put into practice. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. So what are you reading now? Right now, uh, I'm reading. Actually, it's another fiction book, and it's the first. It's actually the. <laughs> f- oh, look at that! It's the first uh, fictional uh, author that I ever read, and that's Sister Soldier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading her book, Midnight, mm-hmm. and the Meaning of Love. Right now, it's the it's the last book of the story. It's a trilogy she wrote. Okay. Um, the first one is called Midnight. Uh, I think. Matter of fact, yeah, the first one is called. No, the first one's called Coldest Winter Ever. Yeah, Coldest Winter Ever, yep. Then Midnight. Yep. And then Midnight and the Meaning of Love. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you read all three? Yeah. Oh, dope. I'm reading the last one. Right now? now? Yeah. But she kind of, she put it out in reverse. Like, she did it bugged out how she released the book. And that came out, like, the first one came out, like, early 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, that was, like, way back when she was, like, Republic Enemy and everything. She put out that yeah. one, like, right after that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah. if this is really well received, do you or do you think you might do your own trilogy, or, or is it set up that there yeah. could be a sequel? Or? I'm actually, um, you gotta have a it's sequel. Not, it's not like a trilogy, but what I'm doing is I'm putting out a series, like something like how Donald Goins did sure. with his books, his little short novellas. Mm. You know, so it's not it's not too hard to read. You could pick it up; it's like 80, 90 pages. But and some most of the books, you know, what I mean, will have some of the same characters in it, but uh, totally different stories though. That's you know like the, Jam- the James Bond books, yeah. like that exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I-, I hooked up with a bunch of writers. You know, uh, Steve Seville is one of them. Um, I also hooked up with uh, Jaquavis. You know, from um, he's a- he's a popular writer. Him and his wife Ashley and Jaquavis, and um, Quan is another writer I hooked up with, and Niasha. So, wow. Yeah. So they're all they'll all be doing stuff with these same characters. Different- yeah. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah. That's yeah. really dope. Yeah. So basically, we like. For for the rest of the books, like this one, this story was like done already. You know what I mean? But for the rest of the books, it's gonna be like a real collaboration, like right, right, I mean? right. Yeah. And so, and then if you got a, a number of books, you could do either a series of movies or a series of t- a TV stuff. Like you, yeah. you know, take the characters to another another platform. I wanted to make it easy reads too, so you know, mm-hmm. it helped. That's that's I, that's what I liked about Donald Goins' books because it's like. It made it easy to read. Like you that know was what I mean? like that's like the like I wrote a review for it for our website, and yeah. that was like the first thing I said is like it like brings back that feel of Donald Goins books. Yeah, and it's funny though that you say that, and I was just asking somebody else, and they're in their like twenties, uh, and I'm asking them about it, and they've never heard of Donald Goins. Yeah, oh, and it was like what like yeah. how you don't know Donald Goins? Sure. Like that's like you know. Yeah, but people in their twenties don't read you know a lot read books as much. That's why hopefully this will get this this will get people who who might not otherwise read you know books. You yeah, know. it's crazy, man. Like me and me and Alchemist was talking the other day. We was like, yo, everything is just like this. Nothing is like physical anymore. Right. That that's what I'm nothing talking about. Nothing is physical yeah. anymore. It's like. So it's like in the future, physical is gonna be the valuable stuff. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it stink. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know what I mean? Or you got these people writing these 800-page books that nobody wants to wants to start because it's gonna take them two, three years to get through that. <laughs> yeah, or, it's like a TV know, show. You're gonna get a hernia carrying it on the train. You know? Well, right. But I'm, I think big. I think like large books. You know, it's kind of intimidating for new readers, like mm-hmm. you know, young readers. They see a big, thick ass. 300 page book 
He's like, oh, whoa, man, I don't want to eat that. That's too much. I got things to do. You know what I'm saying? The, the trick is, like, I mean, like how you did it right here. It's like yeah. how the Harry Potter joints did it. Like, you go look at the first Harry Potter, and that joint is, like, 100-something pages. Yeah. And then by the eighth book, it's, like, the joint is, like, like 900 pages. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's like you get them going early, and then you can, you know, make your story more evolved and keep them reading and everything. Yeah, definitely. That, I mean, that was definitely the main reason why I made it short. Yeah. Because that's, that's what, like, turned me on to reading was those short books like Donald Goins and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, because I'm definitely a reader, but I liked it because I could just get through it, you know, and like I say, it had a lot of twists and turns in a short time. Yeah. You know, you didn't know where it was going to go next, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it all wraps up, you know, boom, but it leaves it open where things could happen for a sequel and everything. Yeah, yeah the story is crazy, man. It's about, you know, some friends from Brooklyn. They stick up kids, and they end up turning on each other. Like, you know, uh, one of, one of the, the leaders, his name is Black, He's just like this crazy character, man. And he ends up just going out for self, and it's 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 like a revenge love story almost. It's a love story in there too, like a love triangle. Even there's uh, like yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, because there's like between Black and Pappy and Tone, right? Yeah, yeah. Black, Pappy, and Tanya. Tanya, Tanya. Yep, yep definitely. <laughs> so yeah, I loved it. You know, everyone, I definitely want y'all to check out HNIC. It's you know on sale now. Uh, another question we have for you. This show is Fan Bros. If you ain't know, it's like, you know, we speak on geek culture and whatnot. We want to know, I mean, you grew up in New York. You know, how are you into any graphic novels, comic books, any of that sort of stuff? I never was really into the comic books. But, um, you know, somebody had told me, like, back in the day, they was like, yo, son, if you go back and read the comic books, it has a lot of, like, 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 uh, conspiracy type of knowledge in the comic yes. books, like, definitely, like, absolutely, like, like secret government type of stuff. They be talking about in the comic books, like from way back in the seventies mm-hmm. yeah. and all that. Yeah, definitely. And they making these movies now, like about like the X Men and certain mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. like you know. And if you read the, if you read the comic books back in the days, you would know. Like I was like, what for real? He's like, yeah, you should read some of those books, and you bug out off of it. I was like, what? So I never, I never was into that though. For, for, for whatever reason, I just never picked up a comic book and read it. Sure. Did you have a favorite superhero? Um, favorite superhero, I think, was probably like Superman. Yeah, something like that. Superman. <laughs> what? Like Superman? Hulk, like and the, the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. So did you see Man of Steel? Yeah, yeah. How do you I, feel I be about that? All those movies, like I, li- I like those movies. That's those type of movies. All the Marvel and DC. Oh, movies. oh so right. you've seen everything. Yeah. Did you watch the Hulk show when we were kids? The the yeah, one yeah. with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, oh Lou man, Ferrigno. that shit was. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you have underoos. <laughs> I had all that. Probably. Yeah. I definitely had Superman. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean, I got hit by a van. I I had a Superman T-shirt right when I was like eight or something like that, and I tied a towel around my neck. Yeah. I got on my bike. And I was flying down the hill. I thought I was flying, right? Like Superman. <laughs> and I got hit by a van. Like I ran a stop sign. Oh, no. Damn. Hit by a van and knocked me out. I woke up like. But you was crazy. alive. Yeah, I was alive. But That's that Superman t shirt. It's right? that power. <laughs> you felt like Clark Kent. That yeah. Like, I'll never forget that. I thought I was Superman. Got hit by a van. <laughs> uh, so, what'd you think of Man of Steel, though? Man of Steel was dope. I yeah. Liked it. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like, because uh, you know, the new technology they got now. For the you know the digital effects and all that, it just makes it look. I look good. Yellow, yeah. 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 Did uh, you get a chance to see a uh, Pacific Rim yet? We were just talking about that. No, I haven't seen that yet, but everybody keeps telling me it's dope. Yeah, definitely. Well, we uh, we have different opinions on, different. on the show. I say go go ahead, go see it. Though. When I see the uh the preview for it, it looks like just like an updated Godzilla. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's things like that in there for yeah. sure. 
Definitely. I, I say it's worth seeing. Go see it in 3D. Go check it. I'm yeah. definitely check it. Big action and all that. My man, it's just Elboy's in it, so I know it, it got to yeah. be dope. Yeah. He's very Word good up. in it. Hell yeah, he kills it. Definitely. He's the only thing everyone seems to agree on, that he's really dope in it. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, people have different, you know. But, <laughs> but yeah. See, I, was watch, I was watching Thor, Thor the other night on Netflix. Yep. That was all right, but, you know, it could have been a little better, but it was all right, though. What'd you think of the Avengers? The Avengers was dope. Yeah. That's still my favorite right now. That's my yeah. favorite superhero movie. I think that's, like, one of the best movies I've seen in a minute, yeah, just for dope. everything, like, the Avengers of the shit. That was real dope. I like that one. Yep. Uh, we had some other questions about, we want to know, like, obviously, you know, you're mob deep, gangster rhymes, you know, gangster stories, everything. We want to know how you felt about The Sopranos, The Wire. Were you a big fan of those with James Gandolfini um, just yeah. passing? The Sopranos was dope. That was, like, one of my favorite shows. I, I, I never really got to watch it when I was in the street, but, like, when I was locked up, you know, um, most of the white guys that was locked up with me, they watched it, like, religiously. Mm. So I got a chance to really watch every episode, and I was like, oh, this show is dope. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. So, all right, because, I mean, <laughs> I've, I've done a little, you know, time away myself, and we yeah. where I was at, we didn't have no, like, choice. Like, there was no, I couldn't watch The Sopranos, but where you was at, you got the, like, Sopranos, like, oh, the yeah, whole. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, the dorm, get, the dorm, we all get together, and we decide what we all going to watch, like. It's like oh, it's so like, it's collab. On yeah, it. see, I was like overseas, and it was like there was it was like you know trying to argue with people oh, in Arabic man. and everything, and they weren't trying to hear it, no you know. Good. Yeah, and and there wasn't no DVDs there. It was like what's on cable and all. Probably that. no HBO. Nah, no yeah. HBO, none of that stuff. Yeah, one thing everybody agreed on was definitely Sopranos. Right, they had a problem with watching Sopranos. Yeah. So since you right. got into that, how do you feel about James Gandolfini? He recently passed. Yeah, that was that was messed up, man. You know what I'm saying? Fifty one, man. That was messed up, man. He, he was young. A, he was an ill actor, yo. Yeah, he was. I liked. I liked him in uh, True Romance. Yes, yes, yeah, he, yes he killed yeah. that movie right there. Yeah, a lot of people don't remember that that he was in uh, True Romance. Yes. Yeah, True Man. True Romance had a lot of people in it too. That people don't, yeah. you know, like Gary Oldman kills it in True Romance. Uh, that movie. That's like one of my favorite movies. Word. Yeah, definitely. True Romance like might be one of my. It because you know Quentin Tarantino wrote that script. Yeah, yeah. It was like his production company. Yeah, or something like yeah. that. Right? Definitely. What about The Wire? Were you a fan of The Wire? The Wire is crazy. I seen more Sopranos than I seen The Wire. Oh, come oh. on, P. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were? I never really. Well, I mean, when The Wire first came out, I used to watch. I used to catch some of the episodes, but I was so busy, like going to the studio every mm-hmm. night. I never really watched TV until I got, I got locked up. Then I started watching a lot of TV. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I started watching like 106 and Park every day. I never used to watch 106 right? and Park in the street <laughs> unless I knew that Marv Deep was going to be on, on there. It, right? Or Prodigy was going to be on there. But um, yeah, I never I never got a chance to see The Wire, man. I, everybody talks about it. Um, I want to go buy it on DVD or something. Yeah. They need to put it on Netflix. I don't know why it's not on there. You know, I, I never understood that either, why it's not on Netflix. I I got it from a friend. Somebody gave me the whole DVD collection. Yeah, and yeah I, I'll tell you, Pete, it's well worth it. Yo, that's my, like, favorite, my favorite show is uh, Breaking Bad. Okay. Oh, okay. Yo, you see my T-shirt? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you yeah. see my T-shirt. I got my Heisenberg yo, T-shirt on today. Yeah. That's my favorite show of all time, like, as far as TV series. Mm. Yeah. So, that's um, we all, yeah, we're all big fans here. What What's your predictions for the last... Eight episodes. I seen it up to. I, I think I seen it up to season four. Okay, so you're not caught up just yet. The last you're two seasons too, I ain't seen. Okay, you're yeah. not too far. Though. Six not didn't come far. out yet, right? It's in the middle of six right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they they broke six into two halves and they put out the first eight episodes oh, and now okay. they got the next eight are about to start August 11th. Right. Yeah. So I still gotta see five and six. Huh? Oh man. Oh, yeah, oh everything up to four is <laughs> crazy. So wait, yo. what's what's in the end of four? Because I don't want to say anything. Right. The end of four is when 
the dude blown up in the hospital. So no, so that's it. It's four and five. Then you only have eight episodes behind. Yeah, you only have you only have half a season left. Oh, so there's no six. No, it's five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're caught up then pretty much. You're good. Yeah. So we can talk then. Yeah, we can talk. All right. You seen Gustavo get blown up? And that's it. That was the last episode. How you it looked like that? he was still alive. Yo, he I was. thought the same. No, I like thought he was, was good. I dang. thought I, that's how much of a badass Gustavo was to me. Dang. I thought he was gonna walk out that joint straight in his tie uh, and keep it moving. For, you know? That was crazy. <laughs> for yeah. like a, a few second, he, he was still alive. Yeah. Honestly, for a few be- brief moments, right. and he, he was he almost his tie. He was in shock. Like yeah, that's right. just shock. Him fixing his tie is just you know that's what he does every time. When they showed like half his face blown off, I thought he looked like the Terminator. I thought for a second, I was thinking Two Face. That dude Vince Gilligan was worked on the X Files, who does. Uh, you know who's the 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 writer of of and so for a second, yeah, I was like holy shit they're gonna say that Gus was a fucking robot <laughs> literally for like two seconds like that was what was going through my head now, if you said that you'd be mad if that really happened you right. were like oh, this whole time but like, you're just talking about your mind is getting blown because you just didn't know so anything could have happened at that yo, that's, point that's that's ill whoever wrote that is yeah. Crazy. I watched that shot. Like, I sat there and rewound it over and yeah. over again because I was just, like, how they did it, how he comes out, like I said, and the straightens uh, his tie, and the nurses like are all like. That was it's crazy. A, yeah. Heisenberg, I think, is one of the biggest gangsters in yeah. all type of gangsters, movies that or TV it. shows or whatever. Do you feel the same way about him? I, I feel like, yeah, he, he, I just like the transformation. Like, yes. From where he came from to <laughs> To what he's become, like, it's crazy. Like, See, now, I've had this thing about Heisenberg. I don't really fuck with him. Like he, like I don't think of him as like the good dude. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's like you don't a really real. F with. Heisenberg really don't f with um Will White or oh, White. I don't, I don't really fuck with Walter White, Walter Heisenberg, White. either one of them because like he's scum, he's a scummy ass dude to me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he does, he just he just does evil shit. Yeah. You know, like he's like, oh, I'm trying to you know get money for my wife and kids, but he ain't about that. He's just about Not no more. I don't yeah, know if he, he was started, ever he about that. Greedy. He started getting greedy and he started he feeling his well, stuff. Yeah. And that's the whole question. Was he always evil or did he sell his soul? You know what? Did he have a soul that he sold? You know, like. I felt like he never had a soul. Well, I think what Prodigy had mentioned that it was a progression. He didn't, like, yeah. just start that way. Like, he, he started everyone, feeling it. Uh, yeah, everyone <laughs> had. He power. He started feeling it. Like, hold up, man. Well, Everyone has this. evil <laughs> in them to a degree, but I think the money really exacerbated that. Like, yeah. See, I just started watching it, and so the first season where he has that dude handcuffed in the basement, he didn't want to kill him. No. But wow. then eventually he does because he knows he's going to kill him. Right? But it wasn't yeah. in his heart. So, right, but then at he, first. He yeah, cho- he, and he chokes him out. Yeah, so as he's catching bodies, as, <laughs> as <laughs> the, bodies is like, the bodies is piling up, he just starts losing care. Like, and stop, that, and he when stops he, caring. when he watches Jesse's girlfriend die, yeah. when she's choking on her vomit, like he, that he, shit was real. He causes yeah, yeah. her to die because he yeah, rolls her yeah, over. He, he, he doesn't help her. He doesn't help her. But yeah, he chooses to He turned into a straight murderer. He was a straight murderer. That's when I Stop fucking with him. When he killed yeah. Jesse's girlfriend, I was like, "Come on, bro! You just, you know, you just give no fucks." Like, I understand she's trying to blackmail you and stuff, but you just like, "Fuck it," you know. I'm just gonna go yeah, he, out. He's a sto- he turned to a stone cold killer. That was crazy. I think that made him more interesting character. It was just like, "Wow, you really went from what, this? You went from A to Z." Well, you get that shirt from anywhere. This shirt online, man. Online, <laughs> some some site online. <laughs> That's a dope shirt. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah, but, um, was definitely crazy. Yeah, but no, I, no, I think it was just a progression. He didn't just start out evil and rude or whatever. He yeah, he nah. just he got he got he the taste like of nerd. the life. He was and, a nerd in yeah. the beginning. Power corrupts. You get power. More yeah. Exactly. More power it was a power and you problem. Get more and more, you know, your 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 moral center gets. Hey, that's what I got out of it. Know? Like, yeah, it just corrupted him. Exactly. I mean, he, you know, and he wasn't strong enough to to withstand that. There are people who can, but he 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 clearly can't and didn't. Nah, he gave no fucks. None. <laughs> not, not at all. It, it's kind of like like I was uh, leading to this. It's kind of like with the movie Starface. Yeah. Like you know, Starface Al Pacino. He starts off just trying to come up and make it, but by the end of it, you know, he's killing off Manolo. You know, yeah, like he, doing he everybody. Yeah. Mind. The yeah, drugs. Do, the the drugs, drugs started messing him up. Yeah, it ruined him. And uh, I mean, Breaking Bad. It's the drugs too. He might not do the drugs, but yeah. the drugs is ruining him too. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. Jesse was, and it almost ruined him. Oh man, yeah, poor Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> but but Jesse, I feel like it's just fucked up because he's he rolling just, with him. Yeah, like, he he's just been you know taking the L but, since the beginning. Like Jesse he's maintained his moral center to a certain degree. Jesse has in a in a way that Walter definitely did not or doesn't. I don't think Walter has a moral no. center. No, <laughs> not no more. I guess not anymore. I don't well, know if he ever don't, did. Don't get caught. That's Prodigy, it. do you feel sorry for Jesse right now? Feel sorry for him. Yeah, the position he's in now. Nah. <laughs> That's what I feel like. I don't, I don't feel sorry for you. Knew she, but maybe you didn't know the, the deepness of it, but you was getting into it. You knew what he was doing. You knew what yeah. he was doing. You can't really feel sorry for Jesse. I just feel, I guess I feel bad for him. Like, damn, bro. You know, it's like when you see a crackhead on the corner, it's like... <laughs> you know, Dad, <laughs> that's Jesse right there. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what, Jesse Fink. You know, what messed my head up was like when he had the plant, the poisonous plant in his backyard. So he yeah. killed the little yes. kid, right? Yeah. yeah. On purpose. Yeah. Now that he has no crazy, heart. <laughs> Walt gives no fucks. You know? It's like... Yo. That's what I mean. He's like, I can't, you know, I, like people will be like, yo, Walt's the man. I'm like, nah, if you, you know. He did that to confuse the kid Jesse, like. Yeah. Yes. To get him, to get him on his Manip- side. Like manipulate Oh, he oh, he, he got Jesse wrapped around his finger, yo. Yeah. You know, he's like, come on, Jesse, you, you coming over here with me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was incredible when I no, saw that. No, it's, it's like how someone becomes Darth Vader. That's what, what Breaking Bad is. I mean, he it's like a, someone was good and, and becomes Darth Vader. Or, you know, I, that's what I mean. Walter I, White is Darth Vader. Up, <laughs> if he lasts long enough, he'll be blowing up planets. He already blew up planets. If you give him enough money, he might. Exactly. He might. He might take the moon. He might. Yep. yep. Walter White's already caused plane crashes, you know, Killed Shorty. Yeah, he has a lot that ain't of his fault. A lot. No, the no. The plane crash. The plane crash. Everything that happened was because of him. Yes, it all of the dead bodies and everything that happened was because of him. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Right. It's about karma and choices. Yeah. Well, he's making wrong ones. Very but wrong. I, I did think the plane crash was like a little cheesy. It was just like too much coincidence. Like, oh, you meet the dad in the bar, and he's so distraught because you watched her. You know, like yeah. A little so much. that's Walter's fault. The plane went. The homeboy couldn't do his thing. Yeah. But you killed his daughter. Yeah, it's his yeah, fault. Yeah, so it is kind of his fault. <laughs> but he didn't know that. So. Sure, sure. That's why I mean it but was like a little too much. It was a little too much, but it was just showing, you know, like this is the fact of having, you know, the like. Karma. Yeah, you know like what? the I karma. Yeah, like the karma. actions have consequences. Right. Yep. But I think that because you kept seeing that pink teddy bear in the pool, and yeah. they kept teasing it over and over again mm-hmm. that I thought it was going to be something huge, and then it was like, oh, okay. I mean, plane it was a plane crash. crash. Yeah, but, like, who cares? <laughs> like, I thought his family was dead. You know, I got excited. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Jamie oh, cold blood. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd that come from? You turned into Heisenberg. Oh, <laughs> uh, Also, Prodigy, we know from your appearance on the Combat Jack show on the Complex TV joint that yeah. you're definitely into aliens, you know? Yo, it's crazy. Every time I try to watch that show, it doesn't load up. Every time Word? I press play, it doesn't work on oh, my laptop. Man. What? 
I ain't seen it yet. Oh, it's fun though. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, the the uh, complex TV. Oh, yeah, it's a great episode, yo, too. I mean, you got crazy comments. Man, everyone was, shit, man. Yeah, everyone was talking about the alien story and I everything. I want to know more about this. Well, it's, that was a crazy show. Yeah, it uh, it's a. I mean, it's a story. I don't know if you want to get into the whole thing. You want, you know. I mean, we can, you know, we can talk about it. Prodigy's had his own, <laughs> you know, encounters. You know, close encounters of the third kind. So yeah, something like that. Some kind. Yeah, something. Kind of first, was. second, third, fourth, <laughs> one of them. So you do believe, you believe there's extraterrestrials, right? I believe there's something out there. <laughs> I, I, I'll, tell you, I'll put it out there myself. I do believe that there's something out there. Yeah, it's something. Absolutely. Definitely it's gotta something be. out there. Well, just as someone that actually has a science degree, you guys are right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there is. There's gotta <laughs> be. It's just for sure. Big. There's yeah, gotta, no I mean, yeah. I done seen some crazy stuff, man. What'd you see? Some supernatural stuff. Where were you? Was it here in, in New my, York? Nah, yeah, I was in my house in New, upstate New York. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something came over my crib and was shining lights down on my crib. And it blacked out the whole neighborhood before it came. Word? Like uh, all the electricity went out type stuff? Yeah, the whole neighborhood. And, and it floated right over my crib and just started beaming different color lights. What did it sound like? No, it was no sound at all. Really? Uh, it was just straight dead quiet. How'd you feel? Scared. Yeah. <laughs> I thought something was in the house. So you you were sleeping in bed when this happened? No, I was about to go to sleep. Okay. And so like all of a sudden just Did you think lights. did you think like I need to grab a weapon? Did you think to stay still? <clears throat> nah, at first I was just petrified. I didn't know what to do. Mm. You know what I mean? Then my wife was like, yo, go check on the kids. So that's what made me think, oh, let me get let me go get the shotgun. Cause I, I was scared. I didn't even want to go check on the kids. <laughs> my whole thing is my first thing my instinct is I gotta grab something. Hold up, these are the kids right here? Yeah, I told yeah. my wife, I said, yo, you go check on the kids. I'm not gonna check on the kids. <laughs> I'm not the baseball out bat. Take that bat with you on the way out. So I, I got the shotgun out the closet and I went to go get the kids out their room, bring them in our room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was gone by then though. You know what I mean? It so was, did it, it was crazy. last a long time or just so I came home, you know what I mean, like four in the morning. Uh, man, I, I wasn't tired, so I stayed up, played video game till I got tired. While I'm playing the video game, all the power shut off in the crib. So I'm like, all right. I look out the window to see if it was just my house. Look out the window, the whole neighborhood is good because I live on the mountaintop. I could see this way down the mountain. I could see this way down the mountain. Oh, that's crazy. So you got some so altitude. I looked, I looked out the window. I seen the whole neighborhood was blacked out. Word. And there's even like a... Like a uh, uh, antenna with like a flashing red light at the top, so the planes could see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit was out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I'm like, all right, it's a, it's a blackout. Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, so fuck it up. Like, let me lay down, and go to sleep. As soon as I get in the bed and start to lay down, a big white like spotlight come down in front of my bedroom, my bedroom window. So I'm, I thought it was a helicopter for like a police searchlight helicopter. But then I said, hold up, there's no noise. Right. Like, where's the fucking noise at? Like, mm. it's just quiet. So I start, I wake my wife. I'm like, yo, look at, look out the window. She looked. And as soon as she looked, it started changing colors. Mad different colors, like blue, red, orange, every color you could think of started changing colors. I was like, you see that? She was like, yeah. So she was like, yo, go look out the window. I was like, I'm not going next to that window. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you look out the window. I'm not looking at that. Cause it, uh, you know, it looked, it was scary. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's some men in black type That's stuff. Very I mean, you intimidating. You had a blackout, yo. and then you got flashing color lights yeah. outside. So yeah, and I've seen too many, like, and no noise, no hel- no what, what, helicopter, science fiction movies, yeah. people getting abducted, and all that. I'm not 
having that. Right. And he's going to take me <laughs> and the bed and everything. I'm not take the whole house, that. right? Word. I'm not, <laughs> not going to go and give myself to the aliens. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here I am, right? <laughs> How long you said you think but it lasts? Probably like four minutes, five minutes. and then, Shit. Wow. And then it just went black again. That's a long time when you're scared. Yeah, dude. You know That's I mean? a whole hell of a long time. Yeah. Then it just went, after all the colors flashing, then it just went black again. And then we quiet, sitting in the bed. And then she like, you go check on the kids. So I'm thinking it's something in the house now. I'm like, yo. Right, they done landed I'm now. They beamed down. I was like, you go check on the kids. Why are you telling me to do it? Go check on the kids, motherfucker. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I go get the shotgun. I go get the kids, bring them in the room. That was crazy, man. Did you talk that, to your neighbors uh, or anything? Like the next day? Nah, or did anyone else see anything? I don't want to talk to them. Right. Yeah. No. I don't, How do you I don't, explain I don't that even them? care if the neighbors seen it or not. Right. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. No, My no, wife saw yeah, it. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't have to talk to them about wow. anything. <laughs> was that the only time that happened? Nah, I seen stuff before. Was it always why, up there? Why they like you? Like, that's crazy. Because I was asking to see stuff. Oh. And then as soon as I ask, it comes. Yeah. Mm. I, I stopped see. asking after that. <laughs> you put it out, you put it out <laughs> there in the universe. Literally, you put it out there in the universe yeah. that you wanted to see it. Dead serious. I'm wow. not playing. Wow. <laughs> so, I, si- so since the second time, no not more. Not right away. Not like, yo, not like, I'm going to see it and then it happened then, like this. Right. But it happened like maybe a month later after I was asking every that's day. That's pretty like, quick. A month later, something would show up. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't deal with that. And every time they're getting like closer and closer to me, like, right. So I was like, so nah. that was the only, only two times. <laughs> nah, it was like three times. I seen some crazy shit. I'm concerned because you said you you live like on a mountaintop type thing, so that's easy access for them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they I mean, just—it's definitely the perfect place to see some shit because wow. way up yeah. in Rockland County and by Bear Mountain. Oh, that's my family lives up there. Yeah, yeah it's really nice, and you can see like in the Pomona. sky. Yep. That reminds me, have you ever seen a movie called Attack the Block? Yeah. Oh, you seen Attack the Block? Mm -hmm. Nice. So that's pretty much exactly what you're talking about right there, but just in, you know, a different setting. It's not in the middle of any nowhere. That was like some creatures. I never seen no creatures or nothing like that. Yeah. I did see some weird type of shit before, like I don't know what the fuck that shit was. But uh Hold on, hold on. You you, you, you gotta give us more than (laughs) that. Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot or Nah, nah, I see I seen some shit. Like it's just some weird shit. I don't even want to get into this. Like like, chupacabra type stuff. Too weird, yeah, something like that. Oh no. Some body snatchers shit. Oh, okay. I don't wanna talk about I don't wanna bring them here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't wanna invoke nothing. Yeah, but um yeah, that was crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? You know. I I talk about it in my book, you know what I'm saying, in my autobiography. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? At first, I was like, I wasn't going to put it in there because I'm like, yeah, should I put this story in the book? Like, people going to be like, oh, P is crazy. Right. But it's the truth. Yeah, I mean, so I, I just threw it in there. I didn't give a fuck. Like, fuck it. It really happened. You believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Prodigies uh, believe it or not. <laughs> fuck Ripley, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch the show Ancient Aliens at all? Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like... I'm kind of deep when it comes to that stuff right there. So mm-hmm. it's like ancient aliens. That shit is like kindergarten. It's like lightweight yeah. to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's like kindergarten information. So what, what what do you watch that you could recommend to somebody to get to the next uh, level of it? It's not too much stuff out there, man. There's a couple. Of, you got to dig through the internet. You'll find a couple of yeah. authentic ill videos. Yeah. So you got you got to do a show. You got to do a show where you show people what you know the you know the next level. You know, because yeah, I believe I mean, what I believe what you're saying, yeah. and I know other people would believe you. I mean, like you know, yeah. I, I mean, I've been studying this type of stuff since I was 15, 16 years old. So mm. it's like I know how to tell this between some fraud shit and 
you know what I'm saying, some shit that's real, yeah, it's, it's real easy for me to pick that out. You know what I'm saying? So are you into, a lot like... Of, a lot of bullshit on the internet. The conspiracy <laughs> theories that, like, you know, Kennedy wasn't really killed by, like, that kind of stuff, or just aliens, or... Oh, uh, I mean, it goes all around the board. Mm-hmm. All the dots connect. True. Every true. single one of them. Mm, that's like, so true. Every single dots connects, trust me. Mm. <clears throat> nothing, nothing is, like, an individual situation. Right. Like, it's all connected to yeah. everything else. Uh, right, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So you, it's called like the flower life. That's that's real. You know what I'm saying? That applies to everything. What you mean by the flower the life? The flower life. That means you know all our energies, all our all our uh, auras. Like yep. you got ball of energy around you. You got ball of energy around you. Got ball and we and it, we all connected. Mm-hmm. And if I put negative energy out there, you're gonna feel it in some type of way, even if you don't pick it up. You, your body will pick it up. Your subconscious will pick it up. So that means Walter White is responsible for the. Bad <laughs> <laughs> he got right. that bad energy. We, yeah, we said he was. Yeah, that's like I, I actually saw um, a study done on us. They said like like let's say if you walked out of the room right now right. and we all were like sitting here and just like talking negative stuff, not even about you, just negative things, right. and then you came back in here and tested your arm strength, you would be weak. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's it. I, I I could definitely believe that. Yeah. Because um, they did tests on water. Yeah. Water oh. Molecules. Um, Mm. You seen uh what the bleep do we know? Uh probably did. Yeah, it's documentary. Yeah. They they did they show that uh it's a he's an Asian scientist, not sure if he's Japanese, but he did the whole water molecules where he would like play songs yeah. that sort of glass of water and the molecules would be arranged it's just like differently. The same. It's the same. I, I mean everything is the same. You go to apply it to anything. Yep. Like just like that's why people talk to their plants. Mm-hmm. They water mm-hmm. their plants and they grow their plants. It's the same thing. And they respond and to it. Eat, you know, you eat your food when you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's everything. You bless it's your food thing. before you. It's eat like it. the Indians used to have a thing when they, when they hunt the deer or animal. They like they pray over it and they talk to the animal while they killing it. Yeah, like, you know they what I'm think saying? they thank the greater spirits right. for yeah, for like, giving so, them the food and everything. Because it's the energy they got to eat that and it's putting that energy into their body. Like you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, all of that stuff, man, is definitely real, man. Regardless if you want to believe it or not, like I said, <laughs> it's real. That should be the name of your show, regardless if you want to believe it or not. <laughs> you know I'm telling you, just prodigies, prodigy, uh, believe it or not, yo. Fuck Ripley. Oh, <laughs> uh, So, I, you know, I know about all that. Yeah. All right. And, um, yeah, um, all the dots is connected, man. Like, everything got to do with each other, from health to politics, monetary system, to, you know, everything. You name it. It's all connected. I wish I knew about this about the, about the sooner about you because I know there's a lot of people who like they don't know how to connect or they don't understand. Well, I don't think that people find this cool, but the fact that you find this cool, I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I got a different type of audience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I come I come from a different type of environment where, it's, you know, it's very it's very violent, it's very aggressive where I come from, and um, you know, it's it's uh, you'd be surprised at the people that's from that environment that. That know what time it is, that know that type of shit. Like niggas know what time it is. That's what's not up. everybody, right? But you'd be surprised. You'd be like, "What? Like, yeah." Wow. That, that's what I always you tell people. It's like it's like always people in the hood, and you know, like because they just because they're in the hood, or just like I was saying earlier, like with rappers, like people think just because you rap, you know, blah blah, you don't have other sides to you. But it's like rappers are I usually mean, some of the most educated people. Some of the most mm-hmm. gangster niggas I grew up with got bodies well known in the neighborhood, well known in New York. You know what I mean? We used to have deep conversations, like talking about all this type of shit, all the, all the esoteric knowledge and all that type of. You know what I mean? The flower of life and everything. Yeah, serious shit. And these real gangsters I'm talking about, like 
Like you know Walter White type cats, right? Now, nah, worse than Walter White, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, serious bodies. Gustavo. Right. Gustavo. Roger, you have, like, so much knowledge and background into, like, all types of stuff, like science. You have mentioned politics. You have mentioned monetary systems. If you wasn't, like, if you didn't do the whole mob beat thing, where would you be right now? What do you think? Oh, man. That, nah, Ma, I can't see life without mob beat. <laughs> okay. I can't see life without mob beat. I can't. Yeah, mob beat, beat, like, you know, that shaped my life and helped me to have a career and money and stay mm-hmm. out of trouble. And, you know what I mean? Stay out of, it was, it was nothing but trouble for me. Mm. Yeah, because I, you know, I grew up with sickle cell, so I, my head was fucked up growing up. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I wasn't a nice person. I had to learn to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, get along with people and, and act a certain way. Uh, <clears throat> so, probably G forever. Might be forever. Yeah, man. I but, get it. <laughs> but, I mean, as you see, he's also expanding into other things. Right. You know, he got a book out. Um, I want to know, what other rapper's books have you read? Um, I just saw Wyclef had a joint. I had no idea he did. You know, I just Rappers I just saw books. that. I, I read half of Wyclef's book. I ain't finished it yet. Yeah, pretty, how is it? It's, it's pretty, pretty good. good yeah. yeah, he talks about well, you know he lays it out there. Yeah, I saw him <laughs> talking shit about his stage show in it, but his he his stage show is up there. So he's definitely laying it out there. But um, hmm, Rapper's book. I heard I heard that DMX got one of the best books out. Earl. Earl. It's called Earl. Yeah, I ain't read it, but I know too. a bunch of people that read it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I never really. I never really read another rapper's book. I mean, maybe 50 Cent. I read 50s. I read 50s. The 50th Law and yep. From Pieces of Weight. Yep. That was probably like the only. I read Snoop's joint, The Dog Father. He had a biography. That was pretty good. Yeah, but um, I read Slash's autobiography. That was. Oh, dope. shit. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Yeah, I like his autobiography. Yeah, I just so. finished the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers autobiography because that's one of my groups. That was one of my favorite books, though. Slash had an ill life. I'm sure. <laughs> He, I'm sure he went in when he was talking guns time, right? Like, they was living. Yeah, they was. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's crazy. Rockstar might not make it. <laughs> well, living it up. I was just showing the, um, my son and my daughter some Guns N' Roses videos. You know, they never really heard of Guns N' Roses. So I had to introduce them to Guns N' Roses. Right. Um, that was like one of my favorite groups back that, in the day. See, yeah, that's something that nobody would really expect. You yeah. Know? That's, yeah. yeah. Are there like any the other like musicians that you were influenced by that people wouldn't really um or that you like? I like uh the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. dope. Um I like uh who else? Uh you definitely like rock music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. He's dope. Um there's a bunch of them, man. Mm-hmm. I like the old school, seventies, eighties, classic rock. Mm-hmm. That's my shit. How you feel you about the, I mean? the music out now, like the electronic music? I mean, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I, I could dig it. But my favorite shit to listen to is like the classic rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hardcore hip hop. That's my favorite thing. Like you know what I'm saying? All day. I can't really, I can't really uh, get into my zone, listening to whatever you know, whatever trendy stuff out there that they play in the clubs and stuff like that. I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong, like. We be in the club, I'll be, you know, <laughs> bouncing and having fun with the new music and all that. But when it, when it, you know, when I'm riding home, I wanna hear the real right. shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's for the club atmosphere. And then I think my music is for real the real world. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wow. yeah word up. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> yep. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, so also I wanted to know what's next for you as an author? Like, 
I mean, I've talked about it before, but like, are we going to expect like, is it? Gonna, are you going to branch off? Is there going to be more crime stories? Can we yeah, see a I'm, teen I'm, romance? Maybe? I want to do a, you know, I want to do a <laughs> bunch of different types of things, man. I like, like, I like different things, like, you know what I mean? So, um. I don't want to put too much out there to say what I'm doing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want motherfuckers with money to yeah. try to do it before me. <laughs> right. See your movie next week, right? Hey, that, that was a good idea. Do you think you'll write more uh, movies? Yeah, definitely, definitely, mm-hmm. I definitely write more movies. But um, yeah, I think I think a lot of the, a lot of the books I want to put out is more about like health and like politics and like stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, so co- cultures. Yeah, nonfiction. Nonfiction. So like exactly. that Malcolm Gladwell kind of. Yeah, yeah, just, just something that people can learn from. Connecting the dots. Right, right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just giving you my outlook on things. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's I'm going to put more books out like that. But also, you know, the fictions. And I, I want to sign other artists that have autobiographies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, like, have interesting lives and stories to tell. I read Frank Sinatra book, too. That was dope. Mm. Oof, man. It's like, it's like a, uh, it's like a, what do you call it? Unauthorized. Uh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So it tells everything. I don't think nobody ever put an authorized version of his, his life out book. Yeah, I don't mm. think that. Because you got to get permission from his estate yeah, to do that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure they don't want all them stories told. He was no. definitely involved they never with did. like the mafia and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yo, the you book seen his mugshots? You seen his mugshots? Yeah, he got plenty. Oh yeah. But the book I read is dope, yo. Like his his story is like kind of inspiring to me because Frank was in like the music business since he was like 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. He got signed and he was real young. And he was successful. Also, he had a group, you know what I'm saying? At a young age, he was in a group. And then they had a bunch of hit records or whatever back then. And then the group split up. And then Frank went solo. And, um, you know, he put out a few hits and then they dropped him. They, like, they tried to like shut him down like his career was over. Everybody was shitting on him. And then later on in his like thirties, forties, that's when he blew up and became mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra. Like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was kind of like a, a Justin Bieber when he was really young. Okay, yeah. and then you know became Frank Sinatra, like you said, much later in life. Yeah, that's supposed to be him in The Godfather when 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 they put the horse in the guy's bed. Oh, that's supposed. He, yeah, uh, Jimmy Fontaine. He's supposed. Yeah, he's supposed to be exactly. Jimmy Fontaine. That's oh, word. That's, that's thinly veiled. That's Frank, and he had to go to the. You know, to to the boys to get to 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 pressure the Hollywood studios to give him this movie role, and then the rest was history. And he was a huge, he was bigger than ever. So he really did it his way for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. That's like that's like inspiring for me, like because that's you know, people like try to say, oh, you know, Mom Diva, these niggas is a man old or whatever. That shit is old. That's back in the day shit. You know, give <laughs> give new give new artists a chance. Like, that sounds you know, so ignorant though. People, yo, that's this mad is how, ignorant. This is how. People on the radio, people on video, on TV, you know what I'm saying? Other artists, this is how they look at other rappers, especially rappers like us that been in the game for 20 years. They look at us like, oh, come on, you ain't got no hits right now. Shook Ones is over. This ain't 95 no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? But how can Shook Ones ever be over? Right, that song is never over. This is the mentality. I'm just giving you the real mentality how people think. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Everything has to be new. You pointed out earlier that there's nothing physical anymore, and and could it be related to that? Because there's nothing physical. People don't have the CD on their shelf. They don't have the book on their shelf, and so they're only looking for what's new with, with this immediate, you know what I mean? And people don't have the appreciation for stuff that's old because they don't actually have the physical thing anymore. You know, I they think don't have the movie. It, probably, they don't have the it movie. might got something to do with that, but I think it got, because it was, a, even when I was young, 
people had the tendency like to do that to like the Rakims and like you know LL Cool J like oh it's over for them la 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 whatever but it all depends on the individual right you know what I'm saying and, and the passion and, and the life of that individual if if it's meant to be for that person to really last longer than what you want it to last you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like so people I know that I know a whole lot of people wish they could write me off. They want it to be their turn to shine. You know what I'm saying? But my time ain't over yet. Right. Sorry. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why like, can't they shine with you? They can shine with all me. The, all the stars in the sky, they all shine together? They can shine with me, but nah, I'm an individual. You know what I'm saying? I'm an individual. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the problem is they don't want to shine with him. They want, you know, they want somebody to move out the way, but... You know, you can't move somebody out the way. You just try to get your own place. You said it. I mean, yeah. somebody can't. I mean, you said, well, I can't shine with you. But it's like, it's not my job to have somebody shine with me. Like, mm. I'm a artist myself. I'm My job is to make myself hot. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? And if I could do that good and I could be cool with everybody and, and get along with everybody, that's what I call shining with. You know what I mean? Right, I'm right. Being right. cool, we can take pictures together, we can hang out or whatever, whatever. We all shine together. But what I'm talking about is different. I'm talking about people like just hating on you, like, mm. oh, you've been in the game for this long, oh, you washed up, his career is over. This is the mentality of the of the people nowadays, like, and and it's more so nowadays than back in the days. That's nuts to me. Because everything moving so fast, yeah. so they want was whatever's new. Like, what's the new thing? What's the new thing? Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm here to tell you that, you know what I'm saying, I ain't done yet. <laughs> right. And I, and the whole reason I'm saying that is because, you know, like I said, for the Frank Sinatra story was inspiring for, to me in that way. You know what I'm saying? Because I look at him like Frank really took off in his 30s and 40s. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's what he took off at. And he was told... To get out of the way. Right. So and he was told that his over. career was yeah, over. Yeah. And then you, you ain't hot no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he proved everybody wrong. Um, David Bowie was, did the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, David Bowie, man, he remade himself so many different times. Yeah, yeah he was in the group. But he, yeah, Same the 60s, thing. Went solo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. And then blew up bigger than ever before in his life. Yep. They say you know he got some new stuff out right now, I think. Yeah, yeah. he has a new album. Yeah, out. and people are really people feeling it. People still copying him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy to me that people say that ignorant stuff, but you copying off of everything from the past. So what do you mean? You're, and you're, I, you're not doing nothing new, really. And I ain't trying to say, like, oh, uh, when people going solo, he don't want to be with Mob Deep. I ain't trying to say that. What I'm trying to say is just like, you know what I'm saying? After a certain amount of years in the game, these people were still able to make have have career for themselves mm -hmm. in most cases um, and in some cases sometimes bigger than when they mm -hmm. thought they was on top you know what I'm saying sometimes it ends up being bigger than when they thought they was actually on top like people would say what's Mob Deep's peak most people would say Mob Deep's peak was like what uh, Murder Music with Quiet Storm with Little Kim yeah. that's what people would try to say is our peak well I'm here to tell you that's not our peak mm. the peak you know still ain't even saying that, and that's not my peak right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying well that's that's my whole point so you guys are about to, or you are celebrating like the twentieth kind of anniversary of you guys being together. Are you gonna make some more new music together? Are you? Yeah, yeah, we work on an album right now. You know what I mean? Um, so that's definitely on the way. Cool. And um, you know, my main focus is just like really building this label, Infamous. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and 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 controlling my brand, controlling the Infamous mm -hmm. brand, and um, just making sure that you know how. That ownership to have that ownership, some stuff that 
a company that I could pass down to my kids. Mm. After I'm gone, they can still be making money off of this thing and keep it going if that's what they choose to do. Or they can do whatever, but the money will be there for them. Like, that's my, my whole thing. You're building a strong legacy right now. Yeah, so, and, and it's, it's multimedia. How I'm looking at it. it's music, books, movies, and whatever else you could do. Internet, you know what I mean? It's everything that you could do, multimedia. Like, and, um, you know, I just, you know, we came in the game when we was young. We was like 15 when we came in the game. We signed aloud, and we were real young, and we didn't know no better. We just signed regular artists there. Mm-hmm. We just wanted the money. And hey, we made a lot of money too with that type of deal. But when we when we came in the game, we saw other dudes like Puff, like Jay, like you know Wu Tang. We seen these dudes controlling a business, and we was young, looking up to them like, oh, what are they doing? They oh, that's ill. Like they start their own label. Oh, yeah. they got their own. Shit. Oh, they doing this. Damn, we need to be doing that, son. But it's like our life turned out different than theirs. You know what I'm saying? We was young and dumb when we came in the game. These dudes was older. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Jay was older yeah. when he came into the game. Damn near into 30. Business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Puff was an old older dude. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So these are dudes where we looked up to and respect their business moves. You know what I'm saying? So when we got into the position and when we got where we were able to like step out of these contracts and gain back control of our masses and our careers, it's like that's what that's the point where I'm at right now. And I'm not letting that go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting that go. It's, it's, this is just the beginning. Most definitely shouldn't. I mean, you got uh, books, you know, everything coming out. Yeah. I wanted to say one thing about the books. You were talking about health, and I had to say, uh, I mean, pause, whatever, but you're looking really good, man. Like, you know, look like, yeah. yeah. So what's up with the books on the health and everything? Yeah, definitely, Um, you know, that, that's, that'll that be out real soon. That's something I'm working on. Yeah. Books about health and, you know, just about everything. Like you said, like, you know, connecting the dots and showing people how the dots connect. So it's not just about health. It's about, you know, all around you know, wellness, like life, mm-hmm. lifestyle, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just Keeping my, a positive my, mindset. My outlook on how life should be for me, like, I, I guess I could say it like that. How I'm making my life for myself and my family, and maybe other people could learn off of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're giving out a lot of real good positive vibes right now, a lot of positive energy. We talked right. about that earlier, auras and how people feel. So this room feels real good right now, right. you know? Yeah, definitely, man. All good, all good stuff. Word. <laughs> it's crazy to hear. I mean, I I know you because you know I've seen you in other interviews on the combat show, so I know that you got these other sides to you. But it's crazy to see all these other sides coming out, and I'm glad that the people and the fans and fan bros will get a chance to hear this. Yeah, man. Like, I hope they listening. Oh, they listening. Yeah, yeah trust me. <laughs> you know how happy that makes people uh, know that you love Superman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna mess people's heads up right character, there. My favorite character, man. You know what I'm saying? The man is still can't shoot him, can't do nothing to him. <laughs> Uh, he could fly, right? He from another planet, like <laughs> strong gonna, as all hell. Are you gonna go see that new Wolverine movie? Honestly, it look kind of corny. Oh. <laughs> and, and honestly, I'm tired of Wolverine. That's like the third right. 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 Wolverine yeah. movie, and the last one was goddamn oh. terrible. Enough already. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's focus on another character. Who else? Don't they have other characters? Why do they keep making a Wolverine movie? X-Men movie? Yeah, they got another yeah, X-Men. But Wolverine's going to be in that one, too. True. So. Like, damn, man. <laughs> How many X-Men? There's a lot of X-Men. Why they keep doing Wolverine? Because the money, man. The, the money. money. The they love Wolverine. You know, it's it's, you know. it's going to be another Thor movie. Yeah. I mean, you thought you was like the first one was kind of eye anyway, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I like, I, like, I like to see the background stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why I like the new Superman. They show a little bit more of the background stories. Mm-hmm. 
where he come from and his parents and all that and why and where and how. So what's your favorite superhero movie of recent? Or, I mean, of all time, even? It probably got to be Superman. The latest you, one? The newest you one? like the Batman movies? Yeah, Batman is dope. But Batman is kind of corny, y'all. Really? really? <laughs> I mean, like when you like compare Uh-oh. superheroes. <laughs> oh, well, let him explain he's a, a that. Person in a suit. Batman ain't fucking with Superman. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he has kryptonite. Uh, yeah. And Batman don't f with nobody. Really, he don't like. He's just mean. He's very ornery. But, man, I don't know what I'm saying. Batman is cool. But That's he ain't a no Superman. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't be Superman. down with it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't fucking with Superman and all the Hulk. Hulk right. is ill. Yeah. yeah. Hulk. Did you like the Hulk movies? Yeah. Yeah? I like the Hulk movies, man. Who is your favorite? That's a question we've had on the show before. Who is your favorite Hulk? Uh, man, it's different. It's all, all of them is like different. I can't even say. Maybe uh, I like, I like, uh, Ed, I like Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Yeah. yeah. I like him as an actor, so I guess. Yeah. I, guess I like the dude, uh, Banana. I can never pronounce his name. Is it Eric oh, Banner? Eric Banner. Banner. Yeah, I like uh, Eric Banner. I ain't, I ain't like Eric Banner so much. I like Banner. I, I, like, I like Ed Norton better. But then I like he Ed got... Norton as the actor better. Yeah, I like Ed Norton as the actor better. But yeah. I like Banner in the movie yeah. yeah, better. But I like, yeah, Ed Norton is a definitely <clears throat> better actor. I like how they used him in the Avengers, though. I was going to say, no because it was your third actor, right? So. I'll tell you who's the worst Batman, though. Oh, what's yeah. his name? Val Kilmer? Nah, Clooney. He might have been one of them. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy, man, he played. He played Clooney. Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Oh, oh man, you didn't like Keaton? Wow. Nah, man, the worst I, Batman what? ever, man. I can't I take him seriously. <laughs> I'm used to seeing him in comedy movies yeah. and shit like yeah. that. Like, he went from Beetlejuice to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Like. You keep seeing a striped suit right. every time you see it was actually one of them were on the other day, the um the second one with the penguin and catwoman. Mm. And hey. it's just it's dated. You know, it's like you watch it now after having seen like the dark knight and hey. it just I can't do it. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer is still hot as a catwoman. Yeah, cat but even though. like her Selena Kyle is like kind of yeah. cliche and like, <laughs> cheesy. It. It's cheesy. It's like twenty two years ago. Yeah, it's a long time shit. ago. Yeah. What's the name played the it was Joker though? Oh, Jack yeah. Heath Nicholson Ledger? or Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. I mean, definitely he bodied that role. Yeah. He made that movie like, yeah. That's probably one of my favorites, but it's really just because of Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like he bodied that. The Joker kind of. I mean, uh, Jack Nicholson kind of fell off after he started after he played the Joker. That was sort of the beginning of the end for Jack Nicholson. I feel like maybe well, maybe had, I'm wrong. He had uh, as good as it gets. He won an Academy Award for that. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's a great know, movie. All right. Come on. Uh, Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger brought the seriousness back to Joker. Like Joker, but, yeah, he's about comedy, but in a very dark Beth well, way. The, yeah, you can portray the the Joker each way, where yeah. he's like Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger, which was just like. Really fucked up. Heath Ledger made me. Heath Ledger's Joker made me like scared of Joker. Yeah. Like if he come came down the street walking down the street, that you'd be like, I I'm need to go the, the other street. way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Word up. Did you like the last one with Catwoman and um, what's Bane. his name, Bane? Did you see that uh, one? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. Every time I watch it, it gets worse Dude. to me. The, the the worst scene in that is like the fighting scene where the police is fighting all the people. <laughs> Yo, and nobody like, shooting and it's like everybody fighting Batman in the middle. Yeah, everybody so fighting like, like <laughs> and they look all stiff and shit when they <laughs> fight. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I watch that one, I'm just like, man, it, it went yeah, from the Joker see, to this. I gotta see. Uh, this is the end. That's the funniest. Yes, movie it is. Had. That movie is so funny. Yo, and I heard the action in it is really good too. 
Yeah, that movie is it's just hilarious. Yeah. It's just like it's just funny. It don't it don't make no sense funny. Damn, I really thought yeah. it be Pacific Rim and it's gonna be this. This is the, the end. end. When, when so you say this back. is the end. What what's another movie you um you tell everyone they need to go see right now? Uh, this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That do movie you, is hilarious. Do you watch horror bro. movies at all? Yeah, yeah. Because there's like a really big horror movie coming out this Conjuring? weekend. Yeah. That looks yeah. really good. I've heard it's t- like really scary. It, it looks, looks like, like it is. Yeah. Like it, it looks it's like, like something I don't want to see in the theater because <laughs> exactly. it's like, yeah, that joint looks a little real right there. Did you there. see the Evil Dead remake? Nah. Oh. I got that on my computer and I don't want because I heard, heard it's, it's so gory. Gross. Yeah, yeah, that I didn't. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get to this. I seen the Kevin Hart stand up. It, that was funny, but it was mad really short. Good. Is it? It was short. Yeah. All those comedy joints are short. And it makes me mad because it's be so funny. Yeah, I mean, I got that on my computer too. I'm gonna chance. Oh wait, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Kevin Hart, I'm going to see that in the theater next week, bro. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I seen it in the theaters. I seen it in the theaters for sure. I word up. Even though those might be shorter, I will say, like, you get, you get, you get bang for your buck. Like, you go into one of those and you get 50 laughs. Whereas you go to a comedy that's like two hours long and that's not a stand up, right. and you get like 10 laughs. Yeah. And so you actually get more bang for your buck. In those stand-up movies. That's why I like This Is The End so much, because it's like funny from beginning right. to end. For yo. real. Hilarious, I mean, it's two and a half yo. hours long of funny. Have y'all seen uh, Ted? I just watched that the other day, because everybody nah, I ain't watched it yet. I got to see it. Yo. I saw that Ted. just came on HBO. Yeah, I I, everybody I, kept yeah. telling me to watch you Ted. You got to no? watch Ted. Yeah, okay. catch Ted. Good. Yeah, yeah hell no, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I recorded it. I haven't watched it. But. Ted is funny as fuck. Yeah. I actually, I wrote a comedy movie, yo. Oh, word? What's Crazy. the name of it? Uh, I'm not even going to say right. it. <laughs> but it's definitely funny. Do you like, put roles for yourself in, in the movies that you write? In the beginning, I was doing that. <laughs> right. But then when I after I seen like the first Murder Music movie, I was like, I don't know. It's still funny watching myself on the screen. So you don't, don't consider know. yourself an actor? It's, it just, it's, just, it's, too yeah, much. it's hard to look at. Like I'm like, am I doing good? Like I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but a lot of actors don't watch themselves. Yeah, it, it feels weird, weird, though. Yeah. I don't, I don't like know. listen to the show, so I, you know, like I understand that. But uh, that's a good one. What rapper actors do you like? Because we've had that discussion on the show before. And yeah. rapper actors. Uh, and uh, now, now, now we, Wahlberg. Yeah, we're not we're not, we're not talking we're not talking about your rapping skills. You know, we talk about your acting skills. It's two different things. You know, Mark Wahlberg is dope. Ice Cube yep. is dope. Ice Cube is dope. Yeah. Um, Somebody was trying to tell me that Common is dope, and I love Common rapping, but man, he, he's good on that Western yeah. show. Yeah, he's good on that. the Westerns. The show sucks, but he's actually yeah. very good. Uh, that drum with Queen Latifah hurt my feelings. Nah. Queen Latifah, she's good. She's good. She yeah. can do a lot. She's, she's very dope. dynamic. Yeah. Yep. So like we that. forgot. We were talking about this, and I forgot Will Smith because I forget he's oh, yeah. a rapper. Yeah. Because yeah. I always yeah. think of him as an actor, as a movie star. Yeah, yeah, as a movie star. But Will is definitely most definitely said that. Yeah. Yeah, Will's probably like the illest one though, mm-hmm. cause he does comedy, acting, and rap. Yeah, He's, and yeah. makes and makes you know two hundred million dollars you know, <laughs> in every genre. You know? Easy. So yeah, Will Smith probably is the winner of it all when it comes to rapper acting. You know, two, and got Tupac, some of the best Tupac aliens. had that though. He I mean, we we, yeah, we 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 were talking about that. Like Jamie said, he's like the James Dean. You know, like James yeah. Dean had three movies. Tupac had like maybe four. If he that, was Ill and actor. he and he was the you know greatest. Like, he was an ill actor. Yeah, because well, he did a lot of different types of roles and whatnot. In a in a dope. quick time, yeah, real quick. And I mean, who would have known? You know, he definitely would have had an Academy Award by now. Yeah, he was dope. Yo. Yeah, he was definitely inspiring. But you feel that yourself, you don't, you're not sure about doing any more acting. I don't know. You know, I tried my hand at it. You know what I'm saying, but. It's not. I'd rather be behind the scenes, right? 
writing, producing, directing, getting the checks. Getting the money. I like that stuff more. I get a little nervous on camera, like trying to act like I start like <laughs> palms start getting sweaty. <laughs> Crazy. I try it though. You know what I'm saying? I I just gotta uh, I gotta um, like like I gotta master that craft more. Right. Like you just, that's something that you just don't jump into. Like Mm-mm. you know what I mean? Nah. It's just like people think you can just jump into rhyming. Like yeah, nah. No joke. Nah, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta read a lot of books on it. You gotta take a lot of classes on it. You know what I mean? You gotta do some theater and all that. I yeah. know, I know how it works. Yeah, definitely. Word up. Word up. So I don't know. Anyone else got any more questions? Or are we? I'm just happy that you you came through. Yeah. I I told him though that I don't know if you ever seen the movie Looper, but I said you oh, Looper. T- yeah. Okay, so I said if Prodigy you don't come in. Tell him I got a blunderbuss for him. Right. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> We gonna send somebody back because he need to come into the studio. But I appreciate that you stopped by. Most definitely. So looking for having me up here too. Oh man, anytime, anytime. Thank you for coming through. Uh, we wanted to make a quick announcement. We're gonna have three copies of HNIC to give away, signed by you, by Prodigy. So you know, we're gonna run a contest on FanBros.com. And for those who don't win the contest, make sure you go out, run out, pick out, pick up uh, HNIC yourself. Written by Prodigy and Steven Seville. Get that Albert Einstein album also. Oh, man. You know, we're we not really a music show, but let me say real quick. Get that <laughs> Albert Einstein <laughs> album. The boy on the beats. Man. Oh, man. ALC. It's that's Next work. level. Next level. That, that, that's that, the future of hardcore hip hop. That is right that. There. Man, that's that pure uncut. Thank you for that, Prodigy. You <laughs> know, Alchemist is one of my... When y'all get together, it's always, always been magic. And that's just... Definitely. Yeah. That's that work right there. Get that Albert Einstein. In fact, my, let me say this. My boy from Houston, shout out to my man Creighton. He's like, that's Albert Einstein's one of the best albums of the year. Well, good looking, thanks. Yeah, word up. <laughs> All right, thank you, Prodigy. All right, man, yeah, good looking, y'all. Appreciate right. it. Thanks yeah. for coming. Prodigy right. Mob Deep, everybody. Fan Bros, we'll be right back after this with more. Uh, nah, no. We'll be right back after this break with more Fan Bros. There we go. Hey, this is uh, Neil Drumming, writer-director of Big Words. When I am not uh, making black Captain Shepherds on Mass Effect, I am listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, Fan Bros. Thank you all for listening. Hope that break wasn't too long. I know I just want to say thank you once again to our special guest, Prodigy of Mob Deep. Thank you very much, bro. Thank you for coming through. And now let's move on to my favorite segment of the week. Comics. And I have to start off by saying Jonathan Hitman, who writes Avengers and uh, New Avengers, I think is the name of the sister title. I'm always confused about that. It's an Avengers and New Avengers. They're both written by Jonathan Hitman. You're a god, dude. Um, Right now, it's on its 16th issue, just dropped this week. And Avengers has just been one of the best reads that I've read in forever. I don't know if it's because it just brings all the comics from my childhood together. Like, Chico, you would definitely love it. Right. Because uh, he's brought in the new universe. Oh, my God. He brought, yeah. Like, <laughs> kick, Kicker's Inc. And no like, Kicker's Inc. Yeah. No, <laughs> thank God, no Kicker's right. Inc. But he brought in a new Night Mask. Wow. And a new Star Brand. Wow, Star Brand. Yeah, yeah. Not not Kenneth Connell either. And yeah, I was thinking the other day, it's really amazing to me that I can still remember the characters' names sure. from Star Brand. Yeah. Like, that's really, I don't know if that's sad. No, but, it's. I mean, it's. It's a sign that that was good. Good work good that work. had an effect on yeah, you. Jim Shooter, yeah, Jim Shooter. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jim yeah. Shooter wrote it. Yeah. Well, he he brought in the Star Brand. He brought in the new universe. Um. He also has brought in uh. What is it? Luke Hang. 
Am I no Master of Kung Fu? Oh yeah, 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 the yeah. The Master absolutely. of Kung Fu became yeah. an Avenger. The oh Cap- wow, Captain Universe is an Avenger. Right, right. Um, there's another thing he brought in other than New Universe. Well, the, another thing I can't remember, but he also in the later, actually in issue 15, I wasn't sure, and I was tweeting about this. It, I thought Rom appeared. Right, Rom the Space Knight. Space Knight. Absolutely. Issue 16 comes out. My suspicions were confirmed. Not only is Rom, he's not named. I think that's because of some legal issue Marvel has with uh, Hasbro, I think, who owns Rom. But I thought that legal issue got worked out recently. But he's not named as Rom. But the fucking Space Knights are there. Rom is there. Rom fights the Avengers and straight up handles all of them with Thor. Oh, that's the other thing he brought in. He brought in uh, the Squadron Supreme. Right. Hyperion became a member of the Avengers. And gets handled by Ron. Ron handles Thor, Hyperion, Captain America, Master of Kung Fu, Black Widow, Cannonball, and Sunspot from New Mutants are also Avengers. They get served. I mean, it's one thing to see someone beating Black Widow. It's another to see them beating <laughs> Thor. Like, and that's Hyperion. Pretty, yeah, and Hyperion. Once. Yeah, exactly. And I never thought of Rom as that power level. No. So it was kind of, you know, okay, you're just introducing the villain to make him tough, you know. But he definitely comes in and serves them all. Hulk wiles out when he sees all this. And this is the big lead-in to the summer series for Marvel uh, Infinity, right. which is also going to be written by Jonathan Hitman. And it's going to feature Thanos as the big bad. And it looks amazing. Like, I've been ranting and raving on this show about Avengers, but if you're not reading it, please draw it and pick it up. It's just, simply put, one of the best books out right now. I understand why Hickman's such a, why people love him so much, because he writes really long-form stories. Like, you can read issue one, and there will be something that happens in it that you won't really understand till issue 10. And he'll show it from, like, a different angle. Like, he might show it from one character's perspective in one, and in issue 10, he shows it from the other character's perspective, and that just gives a whole new level to it. But I love that it's plotted out from issue one. Like, he knew where he was going Absolutely, in issue yeah. one. Like, in fact, I one time saw a graph. I think it was, it might have been his Fantastic Four run, and it was just insane. Like, he put this whole thing on the wall, and it's just like, this leads to this, this leads to this, with all these, like, strings and arrows pointing around. And it's like, how does your mind work like that to be able to plot out this huge level and, and that's what you got to do i mean it's really great when they use like i don't mean to use say like off-brand heroes but when it's when they when they sort of go into the oh, deep yeah. bench but oftentimes they go into the deep bench and they don't know what the, the writer doesn't really know where he's going or they don't know how to use the characters and you end up like with sort of these really whack defender stories from the 70s no. and or, it's you none know. of that like, no exactly i mean it sounds like it's i mean you like know. cannibal has always been a you know he's a cool character from yeah, the he's cool. but yeah. nothing about him but the cannibal and sunspot and this are like some playboy jet setting like right. they've retired from the x-men they're you know they're paid because sunspot's paid so they're just chilling on the beach when captain america calls and they're like oh fuck it it's captain america you know but like the stories with them have still been like them trying to be like jet setting playboy type dudes and not really like really avengers you know right they're, they're, i mean they're still down with the team but it just shows a whole different side to them that i'd never seen before and it's dope because usually you get cannonballs to stick in the mud you know, country bumpkin. Right. But, no, nah, it's... Kentucky coal miner. Oh, and... God, yeah. Yeah, like... no, I have a, a real soft spot for those original... New uh, Mutants. Original New oh, Mutants. I do, too. And Sunspot, you know, was the Brazilian playboy. Yeah. Rich, yeah. yeah. No, so he was I, always absolutely. the playboy. And so it's like, yeah. now he's, like, trying to take Sam along with sure. him. Sure. And then also, um, Spider-Man, uh, the Doc Ock version of Spider-Man. I don't know if you knew this. No, I didn't. You didn't notice, Chico? What? No, oh, what, man, you're, you're out of it. No, I'm out of the mall. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really. We're going we're gonna to have to get you caught up. Anyway, yeah. um, Doc Ock killed Peter Parker a few months ago and took over his brain. 
So now it's yeah, Doc Ock's brain in Peter Parker's body. Yeah, I definitely didn't know that. <laughs> wow. I, I, Did you guys know that? You didn't know I'm that. I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, I can't. I can't so deal. Like, you're, you're that much of a DC reader? I'm no. that much of a DC I, I, reader. But I, I wow. like that. I think that's actually, Yo, you know, when that's it happened, like classic, like, you know. It's classic Marvel. Right. When it happened, I thought it was like, okay, it's terrible. You know, and I mean, the complaints, Dan Slott wrote the uh, right. storyline. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Yo, I've seen a lot of uh, You like go to things, his Twitter, yeah, yeah, it is no, and I see, filled yeah. rage. Yeah. And, and he retweets a lot of oh, that yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, he loves it. Yeah, yeah. He thinks it's hilarious. No, but that's a great... I could see Stan Lee doing that. Definitely. You know? It's yeah. classic Marvel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like, what's the name? Uh, White Queen once took over Storm's body. Right. Like, you know, things like this happen. But, of course... <laughs> things like this happen. <laughs> you, know, you know, of course... I mean, of course, Peter Parker's got to come back. But I haven't been reading the, you know, series with the Doc Ark, uh, the Superior Spider-Man, as it's called. I haven't been reading it, but he's a member of the Avengers. And the Avengers don't know that it's Doc Ock. In Peter Parker's body. I mean, they don't know it's Peter Parker. They just know it's Spider-Man showing up to the meetings. So it's like, he's an asshole. You know, like Doc Ock right. is like walking around and Peter Parker being an asshole. Like he's at Avengers Mansion and he goes into the refrigerator and eats Cannonball and Sunspot's food. You know, and then it's sitting there like, oh, you're eating all this. You know, and Sunspot's like, y'all have a macrobiotic chef cooking this up and all this blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nah, trash. And throws it off to the side. And they're like, yo, what's up with Spider-Man? But, you know, inside is Doc Ock. And just the way that Hickman's even writing that character is just like, I just give ultimate props right now to Jonathan Hickman. Like I said before, pick up Avengers. Also, you can pick up his other series. Uh, it's independent. The Manhattan Project. So I've talked about it before on here. That's right. Goddamn amazing as well. That's still going? Why did yeah. I think that was like a mini or, no, or a limited? No. And he says that it could go on. That's my one problem with it is because it's so good, but it's, it's also paced out. Right. And it feels like he's like it could go on for hundreds of issues. Wow. Yeah. He's like the story that he has in mind could keep going. And that's like like that's like that's why I love Avengers because he's writing two of them. So you get two a month. And so it's only every other week, you know, that you get a new Avengers story. Right. And even though they're not the same characters, the whole overarching story that he's telling is all coming together as one thing. So it's dope. So I don't have to wait. But like with Manhattan Projects, it's like, fuck, like another month before another issue comes out. And it's amazing. If you like science fiction and aren't into the superheroes as much, it features uh, Einstein, Oppenheimer, all the great scientists of the 1940s and stuff. And it, it basically imagines if the nuclear program wasn't just a nuclear program, like they were building much more sinister st- shit underneath it. Now that I've I've been meaning to pick that up since it's you so talked good, about Chico, it. It's so good, and it gets better that every I, issue. I have been meaning to pick yeah. up for that, and I've heard other people talk about it too. And he does that same trick. Like he had a conversation in issue one that in the latest issue you hear an alien talking in the conversation because he's using telepathy, and you couldn't hear him in the first right. issue, obviously. So then in the, in that issue they they show his thoughts and what he was you know using the telepathy and it just brings a whole new level to that first scene. So that's dope. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's crazy. Jonathan Hitman one day will definitely have you on Fan Bros. But for now, pick it up, everyone. Check out Infinity, the big summer event of the Marvel's summer year, and Jamie has to talk about DC's summer event. Yeah, so Trinity War kicked off last week um, in Justice League 22, which the events have like kind of been culminating within. You have Justice League, Justice League of America, and Justice League Dark. Yeah. So in each, you know, of those respective titles, you've had like the lead up to it, basically. Um, Justice League of America, which we've talked about here, I've reviewed it on Fan Bros. Um, you had a secret society that basically, you know, are. So, well, they're not the heroes. They're the heroes that might take down the heroes. So you have counters to Wonder Woman, Batman, 
you know, Green Lantern. So you have an alternate Green Lantern. You have Catwoman's in there. So hold on. So I thought the Trinity War was like something between. No, it is. I'm just, what I'm saying is, so the Secret Society Ah. is something that the Justice League of America was trying to find out about. Okay. And so now you find out that they're going to kind of be the underlying thing of the Trinity War. Okay. And so, yeah. So basically they manipulate things. Ah. Um, And so you have Justice League uh, swooping into this area that is off limits. It, It seems like it's Iraq or something. You know, it's like similar yeah. to that. Um, and Bayala? Are they still using Bayala no, in DC? No, it's, it's Kandak. Oh, Kandak. Yeah, yeah Kandak. That's, so isn't that a Black Adams home? I, oh, yes. yes so, it is. so the whole thing is so you have Shazam taking Black Adams' ashes there. Well, wait, Black yeah, Adams dead? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Uh, sorry. It's not really a spoiler. It happened a while ago. What? Yeah, so he's dead. Oops. So his ashes. What are, about Isis, his wife? And I, I have no idea. Are, I don't know if they've been mentioned since. Uh, last I know about them was in uh, 52. Yeah. They they were awesome in 52, but yeah. I, haven't, I haven't known. I know he lost his powers in 52, but I know he got them back since then. Yeah, so, and well, he's She's dead. probably not even in the new 52 either. That's the thing is just like the whole DC universe got rebooted. Booted. So, so yeah, who knows? What, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but, but Black anyway, Adam's dead. yeah, he's dead. So <laughs> he said that like, Shazam. oh my god. All, all we know is he won't stay dead for long. <laughs> well, probably not. not. They'll yeah, probably not. They'll reboot everything. But um, so anyway, he's you know Shazam is trying to go bury his ashes to do the right thing, and um, because he's in that area which you're not supposed to be in, the Justice League goes to find out like what's going on. Um, he gets into Superman gets into like this thing with him and he punches Superman and I guess he didn't expect it. So he kind of knocks him and he's like, I just punched Superman. And then he gets like knocked out. Um, by Superman? By Superman, which is really funny. (laughs) Um, so then the Justice League of America swoop in because again, they're basically trying to stop the Justice League should they go rogue. And since they've crossed into a place they're not supposed to be, the American government's like, oh, well, they're invading, so we're going to take them down. Mm. Um, so they swoop in, and basically you have Dr. Light who just got his powers and well, doesn't know how to control them. Okay, now, for those who've been reading for a long time, this is a new Dr. It Light, is, yeah, not rapey Dr. Light. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and not and not Asian Dr. Not Light. Not Asian no, lady Dr. Light. It's, yeah. It's a ra- yeah, it's a new Dr. Light. Can, who, I, can I say something really quick? Like, I've been reading, I can't remember what, issue i was reading of something else but like they really went hard on that dr light is like this evil rapey villain after he got turned out in uh was that infinite crisis identity crisis Crisis. yeah 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 like after that it's like they made like i was reading another series uh might have been an issue of flash or something and he's just like trying to rape somebody in there and it's like yo like word that's just like your go-to move now dr light rape like yikes um but he, yeah, wait, yeah, that, yeah, he isn't, yeah. I, so, I read exactly what you're talking about. You, it just like came to me. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what it might have been one of the books that I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Flash. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, um, oh, but, but so it's it. <laughs> well, he is, he is a villain. Yeah, I mean, but that's villains like, do. If I could just, make a, if I could just make a gif of your face, <laughs> then I mean, well, that was perfect. That this is the beauty of rebooting the DC universe is that you know you but, start. So there's from a new Doctor Light now, right? So somebody just turned into him. Um, one of the he had. A piece from the secret society he was examining it backfires it turns him into dr light so i don't know if he's going to become evil <laughs> um it's possible because the trinity war is going to happen <laughs> but um so anyway uh yeah so you actually i should have said that the thing starts out with madame xanadu and she is actually um a woman comes to her and asks her you know i'm having these bad dreams can you help me so she starts reading the cards 
which are, are, you know, you have the detective, which is Batman. You have the warrior, which is Wonder Woman. They're really dope tarot cards, and yeah. I want them. <laughs> and I'm just putting that out there. Please, DC, make them and make give them to me. Madam Zandu tarot <laughs> so, cards. Um, so anyway, uh, she's reading it, and that's kind of how the story unfolds, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Dr. Light, again, he doesn't know how to control his powers, and he's sucking all the solar energy from Superman. And it kind of backfires and hits Wonder Woman, which is Superman's bitch, and he ain't having that. Why she that. gotta be a bitch, though? Yo, because... <laughs> 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 yo, bitch is empowering, so fuck that. No, so it, so it was this really corny moment one. where he um, is like, oh, well, you know, stay away from her, and kind of comes to her defense. And um, earlier, Wonder Woman and Superman... H- wait, hold on. Dr. Light is fighting Superman and Wonder Woman? Well, And no. not just getting like... Right, I know. I was going to say, not both of them? <laughs> not, I mean, not getting smacked like well, halfway he, across but the he world? Wasn't, it was like an accident where he just kind of like shot something out, yeah. hit her. And then earlier in the issue, Superman and Wonder Woman come across Pandora. And she gets him to hold this skull, which is the box, the box. that she opens, right? Uh, with all the things. And he touches it and it kind of possesses him. Okay. And then he lets go and he seems like he's fine. But then when this thing goes down with Dr. Light, he kills him. Oh, so, so I guess uh, Dr. Light's not going to become evil. Well, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I guess not. It doesn't seem like he's become much of anything. <laughs> well, I, I'm assuming dead. that he's yeah. not really dead, but, you know. So, um, But Her then corpse. it seems like that, that Superman actually didn't kill him, that they made it seem like he did. So that's how the war kind of goes down, ah, is okay. that Superman appears to have killed Dr. Light. Yep. Justice League starts fighting Justice League of America. But Justice League Dark supposedly is coming into this whole fight and okay. should. And so at the very end, you see Madame Xanadu is talking to this woman. She reveals herself. I can't even remember who it is. But she's like one of those people with Pandora, like one of those bad people. Okay. So in any sense, like, and then Madame Xanadu's place explodes. And, you know, so that I'm assuming that's kind of how Justice League Dark is going to get involved. But anyway, they, or the three of them are apparently going to go at it. And then we have on our website, Jeff Johns did a little video and he spoiled the ending, but the bad guys are going to win. Well, th- which will lead into, I villain understood this isn't right. the villains yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. that's which, coming it's up. It's really not a spoiler. I yeah, joked but, it. Especially when you have the villains right, multiple. Right, 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 have, right. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, no, hero, heroes win for villains month. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. No. So, so that's going to go down. So that's, yeah, that's DC's big thing for the summer is this Trinity War is going to play out. And then you get Villains Month in September. Apparently Nightwing's going to die. That's the big rumor. That's so. the rumor, yeah. So uh, a question we have for the fan bros out there is which one do you think is going to be the bigger or better event this summer? Uh, I'm not really that much of a DC fan uh, these days. There's a few books. But I'm, I'm obviously putting all my money with uh, Jay Hitman's <laughs> Infinity and Avengers. Like. I can't imagine Trinity War being better. Juancito86 sent us, um, you know, something that they're putting out, uh, the Flashpoint Paradox, which is basically the Justice League. Flashpoint was the whole reason the the DC Universe rebooted. It was that storyline. And they just made the cartoon version, so he kind of gave us a heads up about it. Yeah. Which you said you didn't want to watch. No. No, I just didn't want (laughs) to click on any links. And also, I didn't want to watch because I felt like, I mean... But we agree that the, the I just feel Flashpoint is contrived. Yes. I think that you just you wanted this marketing scheme about we're going to put out fifty two you know issues or books a year and you know and so we have to make up a story to explain that and I don't appreciate that. So I, mean, I didn't felt my problem was I didn't even feel like they needed to do Flashpoint. It was like, no, like why not just skip right just into the new fifty two? Fuck yeah. it, you know. Like so that was my thing is that sometimes with the overarching things I didn't really I, I don't think Flashpoint's bad. 
but I hate like that it's disingenuous. Yep. So having said that, I really enjoy Trinity War. But hold so... on, now Trinity War is not over yet, is it? No, no, it just okay. started. Okay. What I'm right, saying yeah, I'm like, is like, but we already started... know how it's gonna end. We do, and it started on a good foot. And I'm just saying, like, I've You're liking read how these. It's going you know, so these far. are the, yeah. this is the big thing, right? And Jeff and Johns read... is writing this. He is, oh, and I know, yeah. I know, I know. You gotta go with the Jonathan Hickman over there. But you know, Jeff Johns has written solid stuff. I guess that's true. Yeah. He did write Blackest Night, and like Blackest Night started off so good yeah yeah and then mm. well you're talking about blackest night going back like wasn't that like 20 years ago no no years ago recently recently. yeah yeah yeah. blackest night tied into the whole batman oh no it was right before batman because they um they pulled in the dead batman stuff they pulled in the the, dead batman yeah yeah, because black uh what's the name right uh black hand licks batman stroll yes right yeah that's what jeff johns Mm. writes yeah Mm. (laughs) (laughs) batman stroll getting licked those are the scenes that Jeff John likes to write and he's also a big Aquaman person but we're gonna let it slide and (laughs) Aquaman but but for 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 what it's worth Trinity War so far has been cool so you know I'm definitely excited to see where it goes alright so those are comics of the week comics we copped and up next uh, my second favorite segment of the show Mm. Netflix pick of the week yeah we need to get a Netflix pick of the week right and uh so um, there's a new there's a new show on Netflix, a new Netflix original show called Orange is the New Black, and um, I've been watching it. I have uh, a little bit of a proviso um, or little trepidation on on a couple of points. I think it's a show that's about this uh, bougie middle class or upper middle class white woman who gets involved with a drug dealer, like an international drug smuggler, when she's like twenty. And this is the sort of scary part. Like, they come and actually get her, like, nine years later. Like, the statute of limitations is 12 years. Mm. So she's way beyond that. Like, she's living her life. She's engaged. She has a job. She has a company. And she get, she has to go to jail. And it's based on an actual real memoir. Um, my, my, my trepidation, it, it, which is also called Orange is the New Black, um, it's a dramedy. It's an hour-long dramedy. Which both uh, Ben and I both really like Shameless, which I think in general does the dramedy thing really well. Hell yeah. This, when you have something that's about people in jail, there are just moments where you can't, like this humor is not an appropriate thing. Um, On the other hand, it's not unrelentingly grim like something like Oz. And the other thing is when you're dealing with jail or prison, I, I, I do find the notion of your entry point being this bougie upper middle class white woman to be somewhat problematic. Now, that said, I consider the show to completely have the most diverse female cast I've ever seen on on a TV show, yep. like beyond the L word. we're talk- When I say diverse, I'm not just talking about race. I'm talking about age. I'm talking about size. I'm talking about weight. I'm talking about nationalities. Like, you know... You can't really name a show that has, you know, that has so many women of different ages, different um, socioeconomic backgrounds. My only issue is, um, and you do get introduced to all of the other characters as the show goes on. I just wish the entry point, like it's almost like you're watching like Amy Poehler, the 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 SNL woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, but I do stand by the whole. um, It's great to see all these women, and the women are all actualized characters. There's a transgendered woman. Um, and it's, um, and, and there are moments that are awkward because it's a dramedy, but, um, it's done pretty well. It's done by Genji Cohen is the, is the showrunner and she's the woman who brought us weeds, which while that went on too long, weeds did have its moments. 
See, uh, weeds. Uh, I mean, had I mean, its it, moments. It had, it had its moments, you know. And I, I will say, like having been in um, a correctional facility of some sort, I guess you could call it. It wasn't much correction going on, but there is a lot of humor there. Like that's one thing people don't understand. Right. It lends itself to a really grim humor, like, like a dark. Black yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. like yeah. the people I was with, like we we still stay in touch through like Facebook, whatnot, and we have this humor amongst ourselves that no one else gets because they weren't there for it and they don't get half of these jokes. Mm-hmm. So there's a very dark. But then I also feel you, Chico, because like even before I got locked up, when I first saw the movie Life. I couldn't laugh at it. Like, right. I was in a theater full of people, and everybody's crying laughing. I'm like, yo, there's nothing funny about black men doing life. That's right. just not funny to me. Right. You know? And and, and, and are they, they're railroaded in that movie, too. Yeah. Right? They, they, they didn't even do they the didn't crime. They didn't do the crime. That so yeah, I was I mean, pissed yeah, exactly. through life. I'm, and this is before I ever had any experience with the justice right. system of any sort. So I was, like, pissed at the movie. And I was at Howard watching it, and it's like, you know, oh, a theater full of black people, and yeah. they're loving it. And I'm right. like, yo, this is trifling not at our alma mater yeah yeah yep yeah, not at our alma mater right there in crampton i actually always <laughs> wanted to ask you if you had kept in touch with people and, oh yeah, yeah definitely. i mean yeah. that's yeah i mean you can actually see that in this too i mean there's definitely you know relations and obviously women are different than men yeah and so and it's it's not a maximum security facility yeah, it's a, neither there's was, a little yeah, yeah there's yeah. a little bit of uh, i mean you know they're still locked down and yeah, they're definitely. still totally at the mercy and whim of the guards yeah. but um you know, it's it's twelve hour long episodes. I'm about halfway through it. Um, if you can get beyond, which I've gotten beyond the two things that I mentioned, like just it being a dramedy and it being sort of from the eye through the eyes. At least early on, it's more through the eyes of this sort of upper middle class. You know, like her family yeah. is sort of cartoonish, and but whatever. You do really get to see different women with different stories, and you get to see their stories. And um, I recommend it. All right. So definitely. Yeah. Orange is the New Black out on Netflix right now. Yep. And, well, that brings us to the close of this episode. Definitely one of our biggest and best ones, I think. Um, you know, thank you all for coming and joining in once again. Thank Prodigy of Mob Deep once again. Uh, we'll be giving out three copies of his book, Signed. We're going to run some sort of contest on fanbros.com when we put this episode up. So check there. Uh, check out Fan Bros Originals on fanbros.com. I also wanted to say real quick, uh, last night, or it won't be last night to whenever, but this week I got to go check out the Mike Tyson Undisputed Truth. Uh, he has a live stand-up show. Right, right. It's been touring the yeah. country, and they're taping right now in New York for an HBO special. Spike Lee is directing it, and they've been. I think they're doing three nights of taping, and I got to see one of the tapings last night. And it's amazing, you know, it was like, you never expect Mike Tyson to be this comedian. And Mike Tyson was... Oh, he's funny. Oh, he is funny. I mean, he was like, not only was he funny, he was spontaneous with his funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, a guy fell asleep in the audience, and he said some shit that's definitely not making it to HBO to this dude. <laughs> wow. Uh, he told him, yo, you know, hey, man, where, where I come from, you fall asleep like that, you wake up with a dick in your mouth. <laughs> you know? I heard I mean, to a theater full of people, you that. know? I mean, I was crying. And then, like, at one point, he got, he got, all, he got all sweaty, and he was like, yo... Hold up, you know, we're filming this for HBO. Hold on. Steps off stage, you know, goes, wipes himself down, comes back out, and then tries to redo the bit that he'd just done and is going through it. And he's like, man, y'all, y'all, y'all just heard this shit. I can't do this again, you know? And it's like, breaks up on stage, but then finally gets through it. I mean, it was a great night. I'm really looking forward to it. And I really want to see how it's cut for HBO because it was so raw in there last night that I can't see a lot of that making it. But it was. It's dope to see his life, his struggles, everything he's been through. 
I mean, it's called the undisputed truth. He's had a lot of tragedy in it. I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more than you even realize. Like a lot, you know, with Customato with his mom. You know, his, not his knowing daughter. who his dad was, his yeah. daughter dying. I mean, and all, he lays it all out there during the show. They say you find a lot of comedy and tragedy. Yeah, he, he was extraordinary. I can't remember. Was the movie called Black and White? He's in this oh, movie. Oh yeah, that's Black like, and White. He's like extraordinary. he's amazing you know, he's in this an movie. Amazing actor. In like Black he's and White. in scenes with like Robert Downey Jr. And most and then, of those are unscripted, right? I, and he's and he. I mean, he's and then at the end of the movie is like him and what? What's that? That model who was married to the magician, like that? Uh, like Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, it's yep. like him and Claudia. Schiffer, it's just like yeah, yeah. He's, if you, James, you know, he's, he's James Toback, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, yeah. Check out Black and White. He's if you've more never seen than it. whatever you see in The Hangover. Oh, you know way what I mean? More. Like yeah. people. I mean, I think people know there's that even, Mike Tyson. There's a lot going on. There's yeah. even a, a, a slightly older, funnier die clip where he's doing um, he's doing every little step I take by Bobby Brown. Like oh, he's God. dancing. Right. It's so funny. Yeah, because he was dancing on stage last night. He he was um he was doing an imitation of Mitch Green at one point and doing a little <laughs> dance yeah. with it. He put on a wig to do Mitch Green. I mean, it's it is. It's like it's it's a great show. Like when it comes on HBO, definitely check it out. The Undisputed Truth. If you have a chance to see it, it's live. I would recommend it because yeah, I was. And Spike Lee's documentaries and lot and like live stand up stuff oh. is much better than his, his fiction than films. His, sadly, his, well, hey, than his oh. fiction films as of lately. Late. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. And I'm talking I, about the last decade. And while we're on that subject, the old, old boy, boy trailer just right, dropped. Right, and let's let's not write Spike no, Lee no, off no, yet. No, because I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Because goddamn, that old boy trailer yeah. looks good, yeah. folks. Like, woo, yeah. that's that inside man, Spike Lee. Yeah, yeah, right exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, yeah, let's not write off like. No, and I'm not. I wasn't writing off his fiction stuff, but he—he's been. I mean, mean, his his other stuff. His docs have been tens out of tens. When the levees broke, yeah, I can't. I've seen it once. Yeah, I cannot watch that movie. Thug tears. Thug tears ain't the word. I I (laughs) cried, little girl. You know, you just not my ice cream on the ground yeah. tears. Like, I don't I, think I could watch it again either. No, I saw it one time and I just couldn't do it. There were real people in there who actually got, became, like, have roles. Yeah, the girls Tremaine. on, on yeah, Tremaine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I can't, When the Levy's Broke is possibly one of the, it's definitely in my top 10 documentaries right. I've ever Thank seen. You. Like, I mean, just thinking, like, when I was thinking, when I, I was reading about the Mike Tyson thing, it was like, oh yeah, and Spike Lee's documentary is When the Levy's Broke. And it, I was, you know, I choked up a little just yeah. reading the title when the levees broke. It was like, fuck. Like, and he's yeah. done a lot. Like, he did one on Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. He did one. I mean, there's there's definitely, he has a large, like, he's still making no, a lot yeah. of films. And, no, you know. No, like I said, let's like, not, let's definitely not write him off. Because, no, like I we, say, we don't write off Spike Lee on, uh, on, on Fan Bros. Bros. No, yeah. his fiction is great. His documentaries are exceptional. Yeah. Old Boy coming out this fall, I think, or I September, think so. October. Yeah. I yep. think it's a little later in the year. It looks sick. Um,. I think that's about it for this week. I don't have anything else. Anybody? No, I think, yeah, we, we covered a lot of ground. Yeah, definitely. We're uh, connecting the dots. <laughs> you know, the flower of life continues right. to grow. So, yeah, thank everybody for coming out, you know, for joining us this week on Fan Bros. And check us right here next week. We'll be right back. That was like the weakest outro All right, so ever. We it, it was supposed to be the whole group doing right. the fan. All right, so yeah, we could do it again. Well, uh, or no, it's up to it's you. Up to you. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I think I'll just leave all that on and just leave an extra yeah. verse of the uh, of the fan, fan bros. bros.